This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Monday, March 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, health officials in Washington State said Sunday night that a second person had died from the coronavirus in the United States. Researchers said the virus may have been circulating for weeks undetected in the greater Seattle area. In a statement, Public Health Seattle and King County uh, said that a man in his 70s died Saturday. On Friday, health officials said a man in his 50s died of coronavirus. Both had underlying health conditions and both were being treated at the hospital in Kirkland, Washington, east of Seattle. Washington state now has 12 confirmed cases. State and local authorities stepped up testing for the illness as a number of new cases grew nationwide with new infections announced in California, Illinois, Rhode Island, New York, and Washington state. The first U.S. case was a Washington state man who had visited China where the virus first emerged, but several recent cases in the U.S. have had no known connection to travelers. In California, two healthcare workers in the San Francisco Bay Area who cared for an earlier coronavirus patient were diagnosed with the virus on Sunday. Sunday. A protest took place on Sunday in South Philadelphia opposing the establishment of supervised injection sites for drug addicts in the city. The protest came after a week-long debate over the controversial topic. On Tuesday, Safe House was given the green light by a federal judge to open a safe injection site in South Philadelphia. On Wednesday, Safe House officials were met with outraged community members during an announcement of the plan. By Thursday, the entire plan crumbled after the lease was canceled at the planned site located at the Constitution Health Plaza. Protesters took to the streets on Sunday near the South South Philadelphia Health Plaza saying safe injection sites are not welcome in the city. Anthony Giordano, who founded Stand Up South Philly and Take Our Streets Back, said 2,000 people showed up to the protest and that he has more than 10,000 members that stand behind him. In 2018, Action News 6ABC traveled to Canada where safe injection sites are already up and running. Their visit came with mixed reactions. The facilities are clean and a gateway to rehabilitation, but they say that they also saw prevalent drug use and sales outside of the facilities during and after operating hours. They also reported uh, that they saw assaults and other crimes taking place outside of the facility. What kind of stands to reason if you know that's where <clears throat> junkies are going and you sell, right? Well, yes. I mean, perfect place, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Emergency dispatch audio captured the voice of the man who stole an ambulance in northeast Philadelphia and led police on a chase that lasted more than an hour. That was insane. The suspect, whose name has not been released, jumped into an ambulance at about 920 on Friday evening after officers responded to a domestic disturbance call at the uh, Roosevelt Inn on the 7600 block of Roosevelt Boulevard. The shirtless man, described as uh, by police as combative, then hopped into the ambulance and drove toward a Philadelphia police officer. The officer opened fire, hitting the suspect twice in the leg and once in the side. Despite the wounds, the uh, man managed to keep driving. While inside the ambulance, the man took control of the radio. He could be heard saying, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? I want to get back to the Roosevelt Inn. I want my wife. He also warns officers to stay away from the vehicle. Stay back. I'm telling you, don't try to open the back door, he said. The chase took police all over northeast Philadelphia. At least two times, the suspect stopped and made contact with officers only to take off again. He barreled through a gas station, drove over a median and drove on one-way streets. A tow truck driver even got involved at one point trying to collide with the ambulance driver. When you see someone with their shirt off, 
uh, in the city <laughs> in the winter. There's no good happening. But also, no. I'm curious, is there an ambulance rideshare service in Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> so the ambulance was tracked by uh, the Philadelphia Police Air Unit as well. The pursuit lasted nearly 90 minutes, finally ending on the 2700 block of Tolbert Street, where the ambulance stopped on the front lawn of a home. The suspect, wearing only boxer shorts, was taken into custody and <laughs> brought worse. to the hospital. Yeah. So, Police say charges against the man are still pending. His name has not been released. You mean to tell me, like, uh, <clears throat> people haven't figured out who this guy is oh, yet? I'm sure they okay, have, okay. but the, the, um, the police haven't released his name because charges the police are pending. haven't. Okay. You know, it occurs to me, though, Kathy, for, for a good portion of this, I was watching some of the coverage uh, with the ambulance and the police cars. If you were to pass by that, you would think, oh, somebody important must be in that something, ambulance. Yeah, yeah. Because that's this whole police escort. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. An officer was injured in the whole ordeal. He was treated at the hospital and released. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Flyers scored the game's first four goals on their way to a 5-3 win over the Rangers yesterday afternoon in New York. Derek Grant scored his first goal as a Flyer, and Matt Niskanen, Sean Couturier, Michael Raffle, and Travis Konechny added goals as the team won their sixth game in a row. Carter Hurt turned away 23 shots to earn the win as the Flyers solidified their position in second place in the Metro Division, three points ahead of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Up next for the Flyers is a game on the road against the first place Washington Capitals on Wednesday night. The Sixers lost to the Clippers last night in Los Angeles falling 136-130. to The Clippers had four players score at least 24 points for only the second time in franchise history and extended their winning streak to four with the win. Kawhi Leonard led the way with 30 points and Paul George added 24. Shake Milton had 39 points for the Sixers, including three seven uh, sorry seven three pointers the first year he had no seven pointers he so. had no seven yeah. pointers that you have to be from the parking lot that would have been amazing <laughs> the first year guard had 26 points in the first half which tied this team season high the Sixers are missing Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons but are still a half a game in front of Indiana for fifth place in the Eastern Conference the Sixers play again tomorrow night in LA as they face LeBron James and the Lakers and finally at spring training the Phillies lost to the Orioles three to two yesterday afternoon in Clearwater they're on the road today as they travel to West Villages in Sarasota County to play the Braves. The first pitch is scheduled for 6.05. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kath. And uh, welcome back from the weekend. I hope everybody's was exciting and entertaining, but restful all in the same. Eh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Various elements of those. Yeah. Let's yeah. Try to get a little bit of each if you yeah, can. Yeah. But, uh, we return with new stuff. We get a new Word of the Week prize. We have a three-night stay at one of Icona Resort's beautiful beachfront hotels in Cape May, Diamond Beach, or Avalon. Wow. So I guess it's your choice. So we'll uh, we'll do the letter of the day at the... uh End of the program. They've, too. Re- they've redone those. Move us yeah, have they? yeah, they they look really nice. They're, they are really nice. So um, I, I'm more familiar with the one in Diamond Beach. In fact, it's the old hotel. If you remember where we did the Big Dig years and years yeah, ago, yeah. Yes, yeah. they came in and redid the entire thing. And they have a bar right on the beach and wow. all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so really I've nice. seen the one in Avalon, and that looks like completely different than it yeah. used to. It looks really nice. We're already that. starting to fantasize about summertime. I know. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's going to be 60 degrees today, yeah. so we're feeling <laughs> very close to that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll have your chance uh, to get close and to win that. And don't forget, before we head off to the beach... Uh, we're headed to Jack Frost Mountain. That's on Friday. Cardboard Classic. It could be beach weather up there. We don't know. Yeah. This Friday. <laughs> oh, no, I, hope not. I can't believe it's happening already. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be we'll be broadcasting live at this time on Friday. 
uh, from the E2000 Lounge, and uh, hopefully you'll be in the parking lot and getting yourself set up. I was answering an email this morning, someone asking, it's their first time there, and what time should I get there? And I said, you know, or, or at least to get themselves a good spot. I said, you know what? I don't really know because we're <clears throat> inside the E2000 Lounge at 5 a.m. getting ready to, to do the show. And as people are arriving, we're inside. So I never yeah. really see when the crowds form. I said as close to 6 a.m. as you can get it. Yeah. It's probably your best bet because we know how crazy crowded it gets. I just don't know when the crowds start forming. I agree. You get know? up there, get some coffee or donuts, whatever, hang out, and then uh, you'll see when everything starts to coalesce. Yep. And then look for a spot close to the uh, to the fence there, the barricade, and you'll yeah. be perfect. Like yeah. we've said many times, it's free to watch. You know, yeah. if you want to go skiing or, or snowboarding, you do need to buy a lift pass. But if you just want to come and watch, you don't have to buy anything. And they've been and they they're expert at making snow. So no matter what the conditions are, they'll be able to have us up and running. Yeah, the overnight hours are below freezing. Yes, and that's, we'll be that's, good. That's when they uh, uh, make the snow. So we're gonna we're gonna have plenty of snow on the tubing hill, which is where we do it. So uh, it's coming up this Friday. So hopefully you will be there for the event. Uh, also today, I need to mention because we had the passing of a month over the weekend, a very long February, twenty nine days. Uh, that means we're in March now, and yeah. we need to flip our calendar over oh. and find out who's going to be next, representing the totally office calendar. Uh, we had in February uh, Bronte in all her glory, and now we flip the page, and I'm doing it in the studio as we speak, and Marissa is getting this on video. We but- now welcome to the month of March, Olivia from hey! Mullica Hill, New Jersey. Hey! Olivia! That is uh, the new calendar month. And you can flip over to uh, Olivia, and don't forget that we uh, we did these at uh, the Fillmore. No, no, the we Met. Did this at the Met. Yeah. We did them at the Met. We did uh, this shooting of uh, this uh, particular photo shoot at the Met, and uh, she is in the main room, and she is definitely one of the main attractions—a blonde beauty in all her glory. And we have 31 days to uh, appreciate Olivia. So if you have the calendar, flip that over right now and take a look. And her uh, Instagram is on there. It's L-I-B Godfrey, Live Godfrey uh, on Instagram if you want to check her out. So there you go, Olivia, month of March. It's a wonderful thing to do with the first day of every month. Absolutely. Or second day. All right, so we got stuff to do. Why don't we go ahead and take a break, come back in a moment, and uh, we'll ask a stupid question and roll out the entertainment stories for you. We got the sun coming up. We got our time to spend together. It's going to be a good one. We'll be back in just a moment. Preston Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Today's cast so stupid question. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the WWE Elimination Chamber. Oh! Which is coming to the Wells Fargo Center for the first time ever, and it's this Sunday. So the question that I have for you is this. A plant called the Gimpy Gimpy. <laughs> Gimpy Gimpy? It's found in what country? It is said to cause immense pain if it stings you. The Gimpy Gimpy. 
What country do you find that particular plant? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. I'll go through some birthdays while we're rating the answer. It is Monday, March 2nd. Uh, and from the Van Coldplay, lead singer, head creative honcho of the group, Mr. Chris Martin celebrates his birthday today. He is a talented guy. Can't argue that. Yep. He definitely is. He's Whether you're a Coldplay or not. He's 43. I thought he was a little older than that. But huh. no, 43 years old. How old is Gwenny? Anybody know? Is Gwenny's she, is she an older woman? I think she might be a little bit older than he is. Maybe a year or two. I think she's probably 20 years older. Maybe 20 years. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but he He's is, got all that goop. He's uh, 43 years old yeah, She's today. 47. Okay. Yeah, she's Damn. got a couple years on him. And... Um, he seems to be happy. She seems to be happy. And they pal around. They 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 they've made it work as a friendship. And they as they're separate couples, they go on vacation often. You could only hope, yeah, that uh, other couples would experience, uh, you know, after breaking up, the, yeah, uh, being able to be amicable like that. Uh, Chris Martin is forty three today. It's also John Bon Jovi's birthday today. Oh, uh-huh. new John. member of the royal family, Preston. New, he's <laughs> may as well be. Yeah. He and uh, is Harry, right? Harry, yeah. Our, our, our buds. And uh, we're recording together at Abbey Road Studios. For the Invictus Games. And John turns 58 years old today. Actually, some news about him coming up in, in the Entertainment Report in just a moment or so. But, uh, <laughs> is that the article I sent you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. I can't, President, I can't think about Jovi now without the Bill Weston mishap. Tangled <laughs> up in his Tangled up in his earpiece. Nick, it, you saw it, right? Yeah, I was standing right next to Bill and John when it happened. It was not Bill's fault. It, no, 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 it yeah. really was not. But he did not help the situation yeah. by panicking and trying to get the thing out of John's earpiece. And John, I mean, was this was moments before going on stage. John was upset, and I understand why he felt that way. It's like you've seen in movies before if, if you... <laughs> You accidentally like spill some something on a woman's shirt, and yeah. then you start trying to rub it off, yes. of an, and you're grabbing her boobs at the same time. What are you doing? <laughs> Leave! Stop! That. Stop. Enough! Enough yeah. with the touching. Uh, but John, John was angry, right? He was not happy. Uh, yeah, and then, and then I felt bad for Bill because Bill was just trying to apologize and move past everything, and it was supposed to be a nice moment for Pierre. It and... could have been anyone who stood in front of him. Basically, yeah. I, the, something on Bill caught on the earpiece for. Bon Jovi and the rest is history. They got tangled. They got stuck yeah. together. And didn't he say though, "Who is this guy?" Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? John said that. Yeah. Oh, who's this guy? Wow. Who is okay. This guy? Uh, John's fifty-eight today. <laughs> it's Tico's brother. <laughs> uh, Tico Torres' brother. Actor Daniel Craig uh, turns fifty-two. On He's this great. Day. He's really great. Knives Out. Did you see Knives Out yet, Preston? No, I want to for yeah. sure. No, but I did watch uh, some of Casino Royale over the weekend. They've been running that pretty regularly as of late. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's pretty awesome, man. You gotta like him. Sensational Bond. Fifty-two today. Robert Eiler, who played AJ on The Sopranos, oh. is uh, thirty-five years old. Has he today. done anything post Sopranos? I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, I, I, I rewatched that entire series uh, last year. I, did I it in the same way? I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I loved it uh, just as much the second time around. And he um, he's really good in it. He starts off as kind of like this fat, lonely kid, and, a bit of, and then he turns into a punk, and then he's dealing with the same depression issues that his dad was. And uh, he really um, grew as an actor throughout the entire series. You see anything else that's notable? Not a goddamn thing. No, he did a, one episode of Law and Order in 2009 and nothing else since The Sopranos. Wow, okay. He's uh, 35 today. Huh. Uh, Lorraine Newman, one of the original Not Ready for Primetime Players on Saturday Night Live. Still going strong. Uh, 68 years old today. Is she? Yeah. What she does she is. do? I think she, she pops up here and there, does a okay. lot of SNL's uh, yeah. tribute stuff. Uh, she, of course, she won the Oscar for Problem Child. 
Uh, <laughs> but she's done some uh, some movie work. She's uh, she really could have been the one who would have, in addition to Belushi, OD'd from the original cast because yeah. she had a really virulent drug habit. But it's all good now. Always liked her. She's sixty eight. Uh, Gates McFadden, who played Commander Crusher on Star Trek: The Next Generation, she is uh, seventy one today. Is she making an appearance in Picard? You know what? Um, I assume she will. Everyone else is. So. Yeah. Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, uh, the former head of the Soviet Union, is eighty nine today. The most famous Port Wayne, Port Weinstein, and uh, stain in history, right? I would, I would yeah. guess so. I'm, I, let me let me run through the list of Port Weinsteins in my mind. Yeah, who? Do you, uh, yeah, yeah, that one stands yeah, out as yeah, the yeah, most same. famous. Uh, John Irving, the author of The Cider House Rules, is uh, 78. Haven't read the book, seen the movie, enjoyed it. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. I saw her over the weekend. Daughter of Ron Howard. What did you see her? She in? was in the uh, the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Yeah, correct. Uh, she's great as as the foe, as the, the, the villain in the movie The Help. Uh, but she's also a darling of uh, M. Night Shyamalan because she was in The Village and Lady in the Water. And she is 39 today. And it's also the big 4-0 for Rebel Wilson. Whoa! And she's been on a, uh, a fitness kick lately. She she's has. lost a fair amount of weight. I haven't seen her since she's taken the weight off. She but... shed a fair amount. Yeah. I do like her. She's uh, she's entertaining. She's uh, she's fun. And is that her singing in, uh, do you know, in Pitch Perfect? I assume it is, I right? think it is, yeah. yeah. All right. So she's got a good voice. She's 40 today. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, a plant called the Gimpy Gimpy is found in what country and is said <laughs> to cause immense pain if it stings you? 215-263-WMMR, the number, of course. And I will go to John. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you at work. No, you've done not such a thing. Do me a favor and tell me what country the Gimpy Gimpy is found in. It is from Australia. Of course. Of course. Of course. Hey on, John. It's also called the suicide plant. The suicide plant? Yes. <laughs> of course. So. And it looks like a very innocent-looking plant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the WWE Elimination Chamber coming to Philly at the Wells Fargo Center. For the first time, it's this Sunday at 6.30. Tickets are on sale now via wellsfargocenterphilly.com featuring Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, uh, Daniel Bryan, there's a whole bunch of people. King Corbin, uh, so on and on. Uh, the winner receives Universal Championship match at uh, WrestleMania. So uh, we'll give away tickets all week long to that. At the box office this weekend, number one was uh, The Invisible Man. Ran away at uh, $29 million. Did very, very well. Very cool. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was second, followed by Call of the Wild. Uh, my Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. Okay. Um <laughs> Bad Boys for Life, Birds of Prey was sixth, followed by Impractical Jokers, the movie. 1917, Brahms, the boy, two, And rounding out the top ten was Fantasy Island. Uh, we're going to lead off with a moment that uh, took place on stage. Oprah Winfrey took a hard fall on Saturday during a speaking tour, while ironically talking about balance at the very moment. Yeah. Uh, she seemed fine immediately after the uh, the tumble, identifying her shoes as the primary culprit. And if you watch the video, you can see it. Yeah, her she just yep. she just rolls on it. That's it. Rolls on the shoe, hits the ground. Uh, Oprah was in L.A. as part of her 2020 Vision speaking tour on the message of a broad 
of I'm sorry, the message of a board behind her reads wellness, all things in balance. And while sitting on the stage and collecting herself, she said wrong shoes oh after she fell. Yeah. Did <laughs> oh, you see it, Kat? Down. Yeah, she hit it pretty. It looks like um, she didn't get hurt or anything like that. We have uh, we have audio of this, Casey. It's at the top yep. there. Uh, so let's play a clip of this. So here's my definition of what wellness means to me. Wellness to me means all things in balance. And balance doesn't mean all things are equal or at peace at all times. Balance. Balance. Thank you. Yeah, you can say wrong shoes. It's nice to be talking about balance and fall. <laughs> of course, Oprah can uh, can handle that. Of course, yeah. She can she can, uh, she can bounce right back. Uh, they so, were thinking that if she'd broken her leg, they would have had to have euthanized her on stage. Right there, there yeah. come out into the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I watched America's Funniest Home Videos last night. There's a whole bunch of people falling on that show. It's always funny. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's it's like a fart. People falling is funny. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, after dusting herself off, Oprah then uh, took her shoes off, and social media shows that uh, she actually did some of her speech barefoot. Uh, however, she eventually got a uh, pair of reliable kicks and uh, finished her speech after that. What I don't like is when people, when, and people do love this, when they fall uh, and they, and they like, smash their face on the ground. Like, that's the one where I go, oh, man. Like. You don't like the face smash? No, I don't like the face Back smash. of the head smash really hard? No, I hate that. Okay. No, if there's, if, they, if there's a cringeworthy, mm-hmm. you know, oh, pain moment, yeah, it's not quite as funny. Unless you get hit in the nuts, then it's really funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that uh, America's Funniest Home Video. Not not just people falling down, but getting hit, hit in the balls all the time. Yeah, it's still a, a oh my run. balls. There yes. was uh, there was something. It was years ago, and my kids were really really young. They had a like this pep rally at the gym on on a Friday, and the teacher was was performing in this pep rally, and and she just tripped over her own feet and fell in front of the entire student body. She hit her balls? No, she smashed her face oh. on, on the gym floor. That's not good. No, and that was like the first time I ever met her, and every time I see her, I just always think of that. I felt so bad. Oh, man. All right, well, Oprah's okay. Everybody good? We're yes. Good. Yeah. We're good here. Uh, Steven Spielberg's daughter, Michaela Spielberg, she's the one who wants to work in the you know video sex department. Yes, uh, has been arrested on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. Uh, the 23 year old aspiring adult entertainer was booked into jail on Saturday morning. Her bail was set at a thousand dollars. Uh, details about the incident were not disclosed. <sighs> I wonder if Spielberg can pull together some loot to pay that one. Uh, Michaela lives in Nashville with her 47-year-old fiancé, Chuck Pankow, and he apparently said that the incident was a misunderstanding and no one is hurt. Uh, I wonder how long she lived with uh, the Spielbergs, how long she was in the in the house right. with them, and when she left. Yeah, because she's twenty three now. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know if she you know moved right out at eighteen, nineteen, or right. she or she just moved out of the house. I'm not really sure. Uh, but she has started self producing solo porn videos and has applied for a sex worker license. She also said she would not be willing to have sex with another person on camera out of respect for her fiance. So she just is into doing the solo stuff. Have you guys seen any of her work yet? I have not. No. I've seen her and uh, you know stills of her and uh, her work. <laughs> she's pretty average. No, looking. she's fine, and that's fine. But the the. Uh... I'm I'm finding it uh, hard to believe that the um, you know initial the initial word was hey mom and dad are cool with this and they're not right. it appears they're not so we'll see how this plays out how, yep. I'm sorry how old did you say she was she's 23 okay yep uh, so we'll follow that and see what ends up happening 
Police showed up at Bachelorette star Chad Johnson's home after he had posted a photo on social media that some worried uh, that may have hinted at suicide. Oh. Sources say that the police got a call about a possible suicidal person on Friday, but when they arrived at his San Fernando Valley home... Uh, they determined he was not a threat to himself or others. It was just waxing my chest. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> and people saw that yeah. as a threat. They saw the words, I'm going to do it, finally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> Wax your chest. Just waxing my chest. Uh, but Makes l- my pecs pop. Uh, later, he was reportedly determined to be a threat to himself and was taken to the hospital after another welfare check on Saturday. It's unclear if this constitutes a 5150 psych hold. Uh, Johnson reportedly posted an image of a rope tied to a door mm. with the caption, uh, it'll be okay, to his Instagram stories. It's easy to open the door this way. Right. You just pull on the Through rope. across the room. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll just pull on the rope. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for the guy if he's going through this. Uh, you know, you'd think of the armies of people that have been through these shows, Preston. And the we've had like one of the bachelors drove another guy off the road, and and remember that? Like yeah. A, at some point, you're going to have a, a, a roster of ne'er yeah. do wells and crimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the post has since been deleted. Uh, Johnson also stopped returning phone calls to friends. When How do you work this thing? When the picture was posted, this bar of soap is ringing. Uh, this comes days after he was arrested for getting into a fight that turned physical with his girlfriend, uh, Annalise Mishler. Nope. Uh, police reportedly found red marks on her face and booked him for felony domestic violence and robbery. So, well, he's got reason to, you know, have some issues, I guess. Uh, since the arrest, he got cut from a charity boxing event featuring <laughs> Bachelor stars. Yeah, so if this guy's getting physical... Uh, he's going to fight Hurricane Schwartz. <laughs> with with the girl, then, uh, yeah, they need to uh, they need to really get a handle on that. Do you think that they have some sort of um, uh, service or on set or somebody who's like a, a psychologist or a therapist or somebody who can intercede and work with these people? They or, should, but, right? but they thrive on the drama of all of it. So to uh, promote mental health among these people probably is not good for ratings. Yeah. We want you as together as can possibly be. I have no idea if this guy is on the current show or if he's a past participant. I really don't know, to be honest. I saw a promo for it last night as I was watching AFV. And uh, the amount of vocal fry on that show really rivals House Hunters. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. House Hunters? Uh, Yeah. What about Kardashians? Oh, Kardashians as well. Yeah. Uh, my God, my wife was watching a show over the weekend. This may be for another discussion, but it's it's a dating, it's a reality show thing. Uh, is it like Blinded Love by Love oh. or something or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it's Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's caught up in this, so I got caught up in one of the episodes. How is it? It's horrible, right? I saw, I saw the end of it where they, they meet each other. Yeah. They've been communicating without being able to see each other this whole time. Steve, I know this is going to shock you, okay. but they're all really hot. Of course. <laughs> My name is Sean Mary. <laughs> I was a circus sideshow attraction for many years until a kind of doctor rescued me. I have to sleep sitting up because my head is so big. And Steve, they're so they're all so hot that it's amazing that when they actually meet each other in person, yeah. they immediately uh, oh they uh, hit it uh, all. Yes, exactly. Sorry, uh-huh. it's hard sitting down because I'm a huge penis. 
<laughs> but uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but she she's enjoying it, so uh, it, it was it was pretty fun. Really, to, to your to that point though, Preston, if you really want to make this show intriguing, put you know, put some. Put well, some regular people. Just average. Average a- people. Average people. People who know a lot about snowblowers. Put and, them in here. And see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> For example. For example. Um, roller coaster aficionados. So I don't know. <laughs> that was for us. Uh, I don't know where this is, uh, where the bachelor is going. We'll see. Real people. All right, so let's let's talk about real people like Harvey Weinstein. Oh, that's uh, he's been spotted cool. relaxing on a leather chair in front of a TV at what? Bellevue Hospital. Uh, at the hospital? Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> the jail is so, so stressful. Uh, the convicted rapist is supposed to be in prison awaiting his sentencing of up to 29 years behind bars on March 11th, but he was sent to Bellevue Hospital. some potato sticks? Was... <laughs> potato sticks? Very weird. I love those things. Yeah, they are good. They came in a can. They came in a can. For some reason, they determined they were better in a can. My mom would never get them for me. My God, were they greasy? They were insanely greasy, Preston. Yes. It was such a treat when she came in. What would be the the, the (laughs) greasiest food for him to eat? And potato sticks came to mind. Kathy, your mom wouldn't get, probably because they were so greasy. I guess, but like when she would give in and finally get it for us, like that can, we were like, oh my god, yes. Did planters make those? Yeah, I think planters did make. Planters make. Anyway, back to Harvey. (laughs) He was eating them. He was he was sent to Bellevue Hospital the day of his conviction, complaining of chest pains, of course. Why? He's in great shape. In the two images, his wheelchair is stationed nearby and cell bars are visible as well. Uh, the 67-year-old appears to be watching television. Uh, a spokesman said uh, he is, or a source said he's he's walking with the aid of a wheelchair. He's holding on to its handles to go to the TV room, using it as a walker where he spent about an hour this morning and then walked himself back. His spokesman said he doesn't understand. My walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> Your walker talks? Why not? Um, his, <laughs> his spokesman uh, said he doesn't understand how the jury didn't understand that he's not guilty of these crimes. He's emotionally down. He's mentally down. He's in prison, according to his spokesperson. All right. So Nick pulled up a potato stick. Six bucks. For a, a can of potato sticks? I think it's a large can. Yeah, but how many ounces is that? Uh, I can't tell, Case, but uh, the, this was the brand was Oots. Oots potato sticks. Uh, 15 ounces, Casey. Okay, is yeah. that a lot? Uh, it's more than a pound. Well, 16 ounces a pound, so it's roughly a pound. So okay. That's a fair amount. <laughs> you okay with that? You're I don't know. Six big size. <laughs> okay. <sighs> well, <laughs> I am not good with this. I need to find. Well, I need to compare. Uh, give me a, a giant hers bag of uh, family chips, and, and we'll see if if six dollars is uh, no, I, is I, highway I, robbery I, or not. Let's save that for later. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for an, later. We'll do an entire twenty minute, twenty five minute segment tonight on, on Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Keith Morrison. Uh, hold on, it's a chip Case. or a stick. Okay. You got an eighteen ounce bag for only four ninety five from hers. Yeah, hers. hers oh, 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 I know it. Hers <laughs> is our brand. Yeah. So obviously we got to get the uh, some we potato sticks from hers. Sticks. Way to go, hers! Wow, you can get a case for thirty bucks. God bless hers. We'll cover it tonight at eleven. <laughs> potato sticks. Well, the stock market crash <laughs> be reflected in potato sticks. Got it. 
What? We can talk about anything. We can. We can. The world and potato sticks. I'm your host, Darbin McGillicuddy. <laughs> Darbin? Yeah. You need a name like that. Yeah. Darbin McGillicuddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> potato sticks tonight at 11. All right, uh, on to that John Bon Jovi story I was going to tell you about. All right, please. Uh, John is celebrating his birthday today. What, how old did I say? Was he 58? Yeah. 58 years old today. Uh, he has put his New Jersey estate, modeled after European castles, on the market. He's asking $20 million for it. Did you Ooh. see any pictures of it? I it's have not. massive. Is it? So I got, I've got the specs on it. Uh, John has, you know... Listen, there, there are. It's funny because I never think of of Bon Jovi as that level of rock star, but they but, are. But they are, and and he yeah. is the main focus. And I would imagine of the royalties of the band, he gets the lion's share of it all. Um, it's known as High Point Estate. It has a name. Wow! Whenever a house has a name, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Steve, it's eighteen thousand square feet. Oh my god! It's <sighs> massive. It but, is, but beautiful, I assume, right? Well, it's so it's in the style of French chateaus. So it's very, uh, very, very formal looking. That's it's, one of them. They're uh, chateaus. Uh, architect Robert A. M. Stern is the one who designed it. It sits on eighteen acres. Wow! Of landscape grounds that were designed by the Olmsted brothers. They are the same architectural firm that worked on Central Park in New York. It's beautiful. <laughs> it really does look. Very European. What's the body of water it's right on? You know what? I don't know. It's in New Jersey, yeah. uh, so it's on the ocean, I assume. It's right at South Steve of, um, uh, what's that called? Sandy Spit up at the top of New Jersey, like across yeah. from Perth Amboy. You know what I'm talking Why? about? Yes, like, I do know. But, yeah. and so you can basically, you can almost see Manhattan from that part of New Jersey it's on those on those inlets, on those waterways up that way. Uh, the home is designed with regal grandiosity in mind, wide windows, wrought iron accents, French balconies, as well as chimneys and gutters. Jesus. Inside, you'll find 12-foot ceilings. A two, How tall is he? A two-story foyer, a grand fireplace and staircase, painted flooring, and parquet flooring as well. They're made of butter? No, uh, parquet. No. Oh. Uh, along with six bedrooms and seven bathrooms, the property also has a bar, a spa, recording studio, and an elevator to take visitors between stories. How are the schools in the area? <clears throat> they're not that good, and that's why they're selling. <laughs> uh, the grounds also boast seven garages. There's a bridge. A dock with a boat lift, uh, an outdoor pool, and two side cabanas as well. It's, it's magnificent. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful house. 18,000 square feet. When you hear 10,000 square feet homes, those are huge. Well, I was just thinking, so I've been in a house. It's beautiful. It's 15,000 square feet. Three more thousand is his. That's the size of my house. So, like, yeah. add my house onto this big house that I've been in, and it's, it's his. I yeah. thought he was a, was a, a cowboy on a steel horse. Well, still, yeah, yeah, but it pays. Yeah, uh, he's, he's got enough for a freaking ranch there for being a cowboy. I mean, it really does look very European. Even right in the, the front of the house and everything is just gorgeous. I yeah. mean, Johnny used to work on the docks, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the docks pay. Yeah, apparently. they did. Actually, yeah. It was, did. yeah. Uh, so it was Tommy. It was Tommy. But, but Johnny was Johnny for the story. Yeah, yeah. So $20 million if you Tell me one. Wingy. If you got it, you can get it. Like, so. who, like who buys that? You know what I mean? John Bon Jovi. No, but there's got to be, like, does it does it go on the market? Or do you just have to kind of tap into New, your... 
New Jersey has some has one of the highest concentrations of of, wealth. of billionaires yeah. in the United States, from what I understand. So, but I mean, does, like, does it go on the market, or do they just have like a contact? List I think you that... probably come across this in things like Town Talk. <laughs> you no, know what I mean? Like, like, so yeah, Gloria the... Gloria Nilsson and Company Real Estate is representing the property, while Christie's International Real Estate is marketing it around the world. Did uh-huh. you see the S and M room in it? It was uh, pretty wild. No, it's <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the basement, Pete Davidson loves his new digs, even if it's in the basement of his mom's Staten Island home. We're on the opposite end of John Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Saturday Night Live star gave fans a grand tour of his apartment, uh, time to the release of his new Netflix comedy special, Alive from New York. Including in the tour, Included in the tour is his bathroom, which includes what he calls a porno shower. He said, nobody's ever been in it except for me and the boys, not all at the same time. I've never had my porno moment in there yet. It's really hard to do when your mom is upstairs cooking and being like, dinner's ready. And, of course, the bedroom. This is my bedroom where nothing happens because I live with my mom, he says. Yeah, I watched a little bit of his Netflix uh, special on Friday. How was it? it? It's okay. Um, his style of comedy is not necessarily, it's not slick. Uh, it seems like he's kind of winging it, and that might be his style or whatever, but... What I found interesting is he, I mean, he opens the entire special with him just taking a dump on, uh, on, um. Ariana Grande? No, no, Louis C.K. Oh, he hates Louis C.K. Hates Louis C.K. And that's how he opens his whole show was it was a, um. Louis C.K. Explain the story, though, what set it off. It's one flashpoint incident, right? Yeah, I mean, essentially, uh, and he doesn't even know for a fact, but he assumes that Louis C.K. tried to get him fired from SNL for being a, a, a stoner. Yeah. Um, listen, you have people who smoke marijuana, and then you have, like, marijuana addicts, and he's an addict. I mean, yeah. he was smoking a lot of pot uh, every single day, and, and so he, I don't know, he just assumes that... Uh, Louis C.K. was the one? Louis C.K. was the one who, who ratted him out to Lorne and uh, and has hated him ever since. Huh. Um, All and, right. Yeah, and so he had to run in with him when Louis was hosting Saturday Night Live and that he didn't care for, that uh, I think still, you know, harbors... Bad feeling, and so he was basically waiting for something like this to happen to Louis C.K., where he could jump all over him. Over okay, him. Yeah. interesting. All right, uh, on to some royal news. Meghan Markle is uh, focused on reestablishing herself in Hollywood. If the Daily Mail is to be believed, is this, uh, we're looking at a uh, Suits reboot. I don't know about okay. that, right. but a source says uh, Meghan is planning a series of meetings in Hollywood. She's already done uh, the voiceovers for Disney, and now the word is out that she's looking for a superhero film Ooh. as a voiceover or even on screen. Speaking of her and Megxit, Helen Mirren uh, was asked about uh, Meghan Markle. She said uh, that it was. Uh, she thinks it's a fantastic addition. She's a fantastic addition to the royal family. And she applauds her and Prince Harry's decision to step down from their royal duties. She said, so I think it is a loss in a way. But at the same time, I think their instincts are absolutely correct. And I think that it will, uh, that it will all hopefully uh, sort itself out. And the tabloid pearl clutchers will get over their trauma at not having someone to attack all the time. They'll find another victim, probably me, she said with a laugh. So uh, she's all for what they're doing. And she played the queen, right? She did play the queen. She was great in that movie. Yeah. Kylie Jenner is leaving fans with the impression that she and Travis Scott are getting back together. It sure looks that way, Preston. The 22-year-old shared a series of flirty shots on Instagram stories. Uh, for her 164 million plus followers. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Come I on. mean, put that into perspective. Mm-hmm. What was the high? What was the what was the Super Bowl rating? How many people watched the Super 132, Bowl? One hundred thirty-two, some odd right. million, or one hundred forty-eight. More more people follow Kylie Jenner than watch the goddamn than watch the Super Bowl. Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in the throwback picks, uh, the pair are hanging out at a Houston Rockets game a year before their daughter Stormy was born. So, mm-hmm. Nick pulled up a. Uh, um, uh, it's an Instagram story video of her with this filter on her face. That is really stupid looking. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Uh, it's it's like she's painted flowers all over her face, and they're dripping out of her nose. Do you know what though? That 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 fake filter is 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 as real as the filler in her face. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Are her boobs real? I I I think they Ooh. might be. Really? Uh, she's uh, she's. I don't think there's anything real about them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the wrong, the wrong guess. I'm going to say fake. <laughs> uh, after repeatedly expressing his continued love and respect for his ex Jennifer Garner while promoting the new film The Way Back, uh, Ben Affleck was spotted out and about in Los Angeles, and apparently they both looked casual and laid back. He, he was with uh, Jennifer Garner. Uh, yeah, they were they were together. So. Yeah, they 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 get together for the uh, the events with the kids, and it mm-hmm. looks like they're doing well. They were yeah. at the Sixers game yesterday, or at least he was. Were they? Uh, yeah, the Sixers played in L. A. last night, yesterday afternoon, last night um, at the Staples Center against the Clippers. They play the Lakers tomorrow night. But uh, anyway, yeah, Affleck was there. So I guess maybe he's getting out to more basketball since yeah. being in this uh, in this movie. He had said he really had no physical capability whatsoever. He did a little bit of baseball, but maybe he's been turned on to basketball now. Yeah, he's not a jock. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's an actor. He's and, Batman. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> sports are not his thing. All right, and then one last uh, bit of information. Concern over the coronavirus has stopped the amazing race in its tracks. Uh, season 33 has yet to be announced, and three episodes have been filmed, but CBS has pulled the plug on the production. Can they do the amazing sprint? Uh, I don't know. A spokesperson for CBS told people, due to increased concerns and uncertainty regarding the coronavirus around the world, CBS and the producers of The Amazing Race have taken the precautionary measure of temporarily suspending production on the 33rd season of the series. All contestants, production staff are in the process of returning home. It's probably smart. says, at this time, no racers or anyone on the production team traveling with them have contracted the virus or shown symptoms, and we are not aware of anyone being exposed to it. Are there any plans to pause production of the Kardashians for the same reason? No. Okay. Gotcha. Not enough. There, there are a lot of things that are being canceled, and, and I've got... Uh, on, yeah. Well, uh, the... Um, uh, Green Day, I've got that coming up in Music News, has canceled their entire Asian tour because of BTS, it. Preston. Yeah. BTS as well. There's a number of acts. The yeah, Boston yeah. Symphony. Uh, 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 like So it, it it runs the gamut of uh, musical formats. So, mm. uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of concern about it. Um, mystery Clips? No, they're, oh, they're right here. Yeah. Okay, Clips. Oh, All right, damn it. All right, let's go with uh, this one. The TV series Breeders. Follows the trials and tribulations parents go through when raising their kids. In this clip, star Martin Freeman talks about his real-life personality reflecting the show. When we were developing the show, we tried to be as honest as possible about putting in all the things that made us not proud. Like, there's no point doing a sort of Instagram version of us as fathers and as mothers. So it feels kind of nice, actually, to be honest. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Breeders premieres on FX tonight at 10 o'clock. Next clip. In Zoe's extraordinary playlist, a young woman discovers that she has the ability to hear people's innermost thoughts as musical numbers. Okay. 
In this clip, co-star Skylar Astin discusses his character and how he fits into the series. I play Max Richmond. He is Zoe's best friend. Uh, he also has a couple secrets of his own. Throughout the series, we kind of find out what his dreams are in life and uh, where he fits outside of the office. Where's that sound coming from? Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist uh, airs Sunday at 9 on NBC. And that's what I have for you this morning. What a Monday entertainment report. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us take a break because that's all I got for you for now, my friends. Uh, don't forget that we have a new Word of the Week prize this week. It is a three-night stay at one of Icona's resorts. Beautiful beachfront hotels in Cape May, Diamond Beach, or Avalon, New Jersey. Uh, we also have a movie screening today. And I'd like to give away the rest of our passes for this. I have uh, six of them available, and it is for Onward. The screening is today at uh, 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. And if you'd like to go, I've got four packs of tickets to give away. So it's a family film. You can take uh, more than just you and a friend. Excellent. It could be you and the family. 215-263-WMMR, four packs for the next six callers, and you will be good to go. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. We've got a lot to get to on this Monday morning. What's new? Glad you asked. Weezer. Dirty Honey. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, video that has gone viral making the rounds. Steve sent me over the story this morning is um, something I'm sure. Well, maybe not to this level, but something I'm sure we can all at least uh, relate to. So this woman uh, is going through her regular daily routine, gets the kids ready, uh, and then she's going to take them to school. So she drives them to school every morning. And as she is on the way, about halfway through the uh, trip, I guess she... Realizes things are kind of quiet. <gasps> she looks in the back seat. She forgot to take oh, her kids no kid. to school. Oh, really? wow. Kids, multiple kids. Oh my god! Uh, they were supposed to be in the car. She's she starts. She turns on her phone. She's cracking up. She's like, I can't believe this. I'm halfway to school, and the children wow. are not in Here. the car. Oh she god. completely forgot about it. Uh, she said, I'm taking the kids to school. I don't even have them in the car. I have to go back and pick them up. I can't believe it. I left my kids. Uh, kids. Clids? <laughs> uh, she. It's been vo- viewed more than four million times, by oh the God. way. So Steve and I were chatting briefly about this, and I was trying to think of an example of something like this, and I did, sure enough, remember something uh, that occurred. And if, you, if you've got anything... <laughs> You've left someone or something. I mean, it was blatantly obvious that you need to do. Yes. So my buddy Jerry and I, Jerry Gennardi, who's my golf pal, uh, had it was a few summers ago, had decided that uh, it was in July. We were going to try to squeeze in 54 holes of golf. Oh, yeah. I remember that. In one day. So that's three rounds of golf in one day. No small feat. Um, so we had to start at, you know, the crack of dawn. Yeah. We, we had to, if, if we were going to squeeze it in and have daylight, this we, we timed out, you know, so we'd be able to break and get something to, in, to eat in between the rounds. And so <clears throat> I'm all excited the night before. <laughs> 
can't wait to do this. So we were going to meet at uh, uh, Skip App Golf Course. And so I wanted to get there a little bit early, get warmed up and everything. So I, I show up. I open up the trunk of my car. What did I forget? Oh, my God. My golf clubs. No. <laughs> really? My golf clubs. Because the night before, I'd taken them inside and I cleaned like a good golfer. You yeah. clean your clubs. Oh, you get them all. You got to make sure your bag oh, is loaded man. with everything you need. Extra golf balls, extra yeah. tees, all the things you're going to need. Oh, that sucks. Clean them up. They look good. Uh, high shine. They're ready to go. And I, I get to the golf course, and I left my golf clubs at home. <laughs> Thank God you were early. I, exactly. Thank mm-hmm. God I was early. I didn't get to. I didn't get to putt. I didn't get to warm up or anything because I had to go back home and get my freaking golf clubs. How far? How far were you? It's like a fifteen minute drive, but still, but long yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, at least you I got yeah. you got to out. do it though, because there's, I mean, not as uh, as bad as that, but like I've forgotten gym clothes or like my sneakers. You get all the way to the gym, and then you're like. I can't work out. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. so irritating. By the way, both two of those rounds, I broke 80 on. I was going to wow. say, which rounds yeah. were you, which round was your best round? Uh, I think it was this. I don't remember. I, right. I have to go back and check the scorecards, but I had, I had a good day. But I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is a nightmare. I can't believe this is happening. Well, yeah. idiot. The one. What's the one thing you need <laughs> to play golf? Your golf club. Sometimes your preparation forces an error, you know, so you're, you're, I gotta remember to do this. I gotta remember to do this. By focusing on it so much, you end up doing it anyway. Yeah. In this, like in this case, your things that you do by, by just almost like muscle memory. Yeah. This woman gets up. Takes the kids, takes the kids are a little bit older, but yeah, still, that's what I was going to say. The, uh, in the video, you can right, see they're so, older. So, this is what I do. Okay, and you get so in the zone yeah. that you 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 are totally <laughs> oblivious. Yes, Kathy, what? do you remember the time I left the bizarre files at home? Oh yeah, that was not a good morning for any of us. <laughs> I I think that's the most vocal I've ever freaked out at work, and it was just me and Kathy in the office, <laughs> and I just started. Goddamn mother effing all like, over the place. Okay? I started throwing you things. Hit, you hit the counter. I was like, I think that broke in half. I was just like, <laughs> F, 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 F. And because it was like, you know, 10 minutes before the show was going to start. And I, I put a lot of time, time yeah, yeah. Into, yeah, yeah. To, to getting all that stuff ready. And getting like, prepared. And, and I it just, I was really pissed. I've never uh, forgotten humans. Um, so I don't think I've ever like gone to school without uh, my kid in the backseat. But I've done the classic leaving your wallet behind or whatever. But, um, Steve, like, the the muscle memory thing, you know, I do the pat-down like we all do. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's phone, it's wallet. Yep. And and I was driving to the airport, and it was a, a 6 a.m. flight. So I wanted to get there at, like, 4.30, you know, and I left the house at 3.30, <laughs> and I was getting off the Blue Route on a 95 North, and that's when I did the the pat down. Oh, no. That's when I checked, and I had forgotten my passport, oh, my, my license, and all of and my credit cards, <laughs> and, and all, all of my money. No way around that. And, and uh, so then you start scrambling. You're like, wait, can I fly <laughs> with, with nothing? Nothing. With no, no ID. No, I got to turn around and go back. Yeah. And, you know, I made it. Can I fly with no ID or <laughs> right. tickets? Right. Here's one. Speaking of traveling, this this text says, "I took a family vacation, and we left." All the luggage at baggage claim (gasps) and got in our rental car and drove to our hotel about an hour away before we realized all the bags were still at the airport other than a couple of uh, the carry-ons that we had. So think about that. You're so in vacation mode or vacation zone that you have a wealth of luggage Mm -hmm. that you just leave. I don't know. I blame the kids. I I think it's the the chaotic nature of children and having multiple kids and the craziness that goes around it that you would get into a rental car and forget everything that you brought with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my, So my aunt did leave my cousin uh, in a shopping cart 
at I forget what it was. I I don't in remember what store it was, but she got in the car. So she was a baby, and so she was sitting in the front of the shopping cart. Oh my and God. she packed all of the the stuff that she had bought. I think it was either groceries or like a Target or something like that, and um, put everything in the back of the car. She got in the car and she drove away, and she got like out of the parking lot, like out of the the complex that she was at. And she said she turned around and looked and was like. Where's Elizabeth? Oh my God. But hang on a second. If, when you're done with the cart, you then have to go put it in the corral or take it back to or the store, I, or you're one she, of those a holes that leaves it right out no, there. No, maybe the she lot. like it wasn't that much, and so she carried it out because the because she was in the store. Oh, okay. So I think the cart yeah, was yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. store okay. with the baby in it, and she said she just looked and was like, <sighs> oh, and just like calmly drove back to the store, walked back in, and she nobody had gone over, I guess yet. It it was quick, so she was still sitting there. Oh yeah, I mean, um, but, and you it. it, it it amazes you that your mind can function that way where you suddenly become totally <laughs> unaware of what you've done up to that point. Oh, I've wanted to, like, I've been in the car and, and forgot something important and, you know, wanted to just say to Jace, well, if you weren't constantly talking and yelling and I had to ask you 900 times to get in the car, I wouldn't have forgot it. But, you know, yeah. you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, forgetting people, that's pretty good. You can you can forget, uh, you know, things from time to time, but when you forget a human being, that's an, that's another level. Uh, let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Good. What's up, Mike? By the way, there was a bear I saw. It was <gasps> a bear watch. Bear watch? Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy, no way. All right. All right, Mike. No way. What's your story, bud? My biggest uh, uh, leave behind was a nine-foot kayak. I drive a van, a regular <laughs> van, and uh, I put this kayak in the car. I had it in there basically all the time. And uh, whenever I had a chance to go up to Marsh Creek in Chester County, I would uh, you know, use this kayak as a, an armrest. I mean, that's how much it was a part of my, my car. Uh, I went, uh, kayaked. Uh, normally, I bring it back from the, uh, uh, the lake right there and put it in the car, but I drove around. This time, I drove away without it. And uh, I guess it was about a week later that I was trying to figure out who stole my kayak. Oh, my God. Oh my How God. could they come and steal it out of my car? Who would steal my nine-foot kayak? Yeah. A nine-foot kayak. And so uh, finally my wife said, why don't I just go back up to the lake and ask the rangers? So I went up, and, yes, there were two female rangers there who said to me, Oh, you're the guy. <laughs> and, uh, and they told me to describe the kayak, and I was like, it's green. And they said, well, what's the name? I said, I, I couldn't tell you. I've had it for 12 years. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but I know it's got a hole in the side, and the seat is broken. And right. he's like, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So my wife has never let me live it down now that, you know, I've missed a 50-pound, nine-foot nine kayak that usually is sitting in my van. Anytime yeah. somebody says, so you're the guy <laughs> yeah. to you, yeah. you know it's not going to be good. Thank Not you, Mike. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm going to go to, speaking of leaving people, I'm going to go to Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Hi, actually, Mindy. Uh, hi, Mindy. What's up? Hey, so my husband tells this story all the time. He took his mom and dad to a Chinese restaurant when he was about 20 or so. And his dad, when he would finish eating, he would lay down in the back seat of the car because he was a big <laughs> guy. So... Uh, my husband and his mother got in the car after eating. They were just talking to one another. They heard the back door slam, and then they left, and they drove home, and they turn around at the end, and he looks at his mom. He looks in the back seat. He's like, where's Pop? It turned out that his father, um, there were boxes on the back seat, so he went to get in one side, slammed the door, was walking around the back of the other side. They put him in. <laughs> 
and they left him. They left him at the restaurant. See, this story is funny oh, on two great. levels. So this guy eats so much Chinese food that he yeah. has to go collapse in the back of the car? Yes, his dad was a big guy. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he's abandoned after the fact. Yes, and, and back then you didn't have cell phones. So right. they had to actually just drive back to the restaurant and go get him. He was oh freaking God. out. Oh, well, they, this listen, all of that stuff, the ability to communicate, you know, uh, is, <laughs> is has been a godsend. But there were times, you know, all, it, it, how many times throughout your life have you had to, oh, my God, I got to go back an hour. Oh, I got to yeah, go yeah. back an hour and a yeah. half. And on the other side of things, with this guy just standing in the... <laughs> In the parking lot as they're pulling away, it reminds me of Almost Famous when they're leaving the singer and, and the bus is just driving away. I'm only the lead singer. Yeah, you're standing there watching watching it disappear, get smaller and smaller on the horizon. And you're just like, what the hell am I supposed to do what now? What are you doing? Uh, let's see. Let me go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Bartle do, bitches. Hey, what's up, bitch? <laughs> How you doing? I, um... I got my daughter ready to go to school, and she was about four or five at the time. And I get in the car, I turn on MMR, and I'm listening to it. I got drop her off at school, but I got so in the zone, and that like whole idea of robotic, you know, yeah. like, just muscle motion. I get all the way to work. She's quiet as a mouse in the back, and she all of a sudden says, "Mommy, where are we going?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I forgot to drop her off at school." <laughs> you forgot. You just took her right to work. Wow. Yes, yes. that's it. <laughs> yes. That's why. That's why. Honestly, sometimes if I if I know I'm in one of those moods, if it's a place I've been to countless times before, I'll put on the GPS and put in that destination just so I have a just subtle reminder yeah. to coax me to the right location. Because yeah. that's yeah, you can get in that zone. Yep, easily. Yeah, yep, no problem. I do. I do the same thing all the time. I'll, uh, I was supposed to turn there. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, let me go to. Uh, let me go to Eric. Hey, Eric. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry about the work. It's all good. What's up, man? So a bunch of my friends and I, we run in the woods down in like uh, in the Pinelands, like Batstow, if you know where that is, over in Jersey. So it's like an hour drive from my house to this place where we're meeting all these people around, like a group of 30 people. And I get about 45 minutes to, away from my house. I'm almost to, to Batstow, <laughs> and I realize I don't have my running shoes. Oh, no shoes. And I got like a 14-mile run playing through the woods out in the way of the park. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> And I look at my feet, and I'm wearing slides, like rubber slides. Yeah. No. And I look at my glove compartment. I'm like, you know what? I've got to roll a medical tape, like that thick cloth medical tape. <laughs> so I tape like a brace. I tape my slides onto my feet, wrap it around my ankles, wrap it around the bottom of the Come shoe. on. And I go run 14 miles in the woods with medical tape slides to my feet. So you built your own shoes, basically. Yeah, basically. Built my own shoes with medical tape and slides. <laughs> Uh, that uh, and how did your feet fare after that? You know what? Amazingly, they didn't feel as bad as I thought they were. Well, they were medical. It was medical tape, yeah, Preston. It's yeah. meant to heal you. Wow. I, I, there was a text that came of a guy who I guess he he wears boots for work, and he had driven at seven a.m. through rush hour traffic to get however far away. I think it was probably over an hour and a half or whatever. Uh, and he had forgotten his boots. Yeah, and he said it was it made more sense to just go buy a new pair of two hundred dollar <laughs> boots. Then to go all the way back home and then come back and go to work. I would do that constantly when I go from here. I'd come here without my workout clothes and I'd head over to Vertex uh, (laughs) Fitness. And so I'd be, oh, my God. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm, what am I going to work out in jeans and boots? And I would say, thank God for Lord and Taylor. Yeah. Stop on in. And the woman would wave to me, workout day? Yeah. yeah. You I had like work. a span of yeah. I did. where I you did. were forgetting a lot <laughs> yes. going to Lord and Taylor. Constantly. Uh, I would just work out in jeans and boots. I, I used to do that all the time at Bally's. I would just go there, work out in my... You, you my... can't do Zumba. In, uh... <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> no, but... you love your Zumba. Yeah. No, but when Zumba I was a, a freshman in high school, you had to do the, the president's uh, physical fitness test or whatever. Yes, yeah. the and, challenge. Yeah, so it was a mile run day, and I brought all of my clothes, but the kid that I was shared a locker next to me forgot to bring his sneakers, and I didn't feel like running. So I gave him my sneakers, and he gave me his pencils. Do you guys remember pencil shoes? Uh, they were like basically wooden sole shoes. They made me run the mile in his pencils because they were like, you got to run the mile regardless. From Touchstone Pictures. <laughs> wooden shoe runner. Uh, wooden wooden shoes. shoes? Yeah, they were called what pencils. You... Um, the the soles were very slippery. And they were wood? I don't know if they were wood, what but they weren't like. The Dutch boy? Enters a marathon. I've never heard of wooden mm-hmm. shoes. But you never heard of pencils? No. no. I've heard of the actual implement, but no. They look like women, they're women's flats. Somebody look up pencil shoes because they're I'm, women's I'm, flats. I'm not familiar with that. Well, well I'm, is that ni- what it was? 1989, they weren't. They were all the rage. Yeah. Of course they, they were. Schools. All the rage. All right, hang on. I want to go to some other calls. I'm going to go to <laughs> Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, we were talking about forgetting someone, leaving someone. What is, uh, what's your story to share? Well, I was getting married, and my brothers and sisters and everybody was at the house, and we all left to go to the church, and we forgot one person, and it was my mother. Oops. It was back to the house. I would imagine on wedding days this happens all the time because someone I'll I'll take her I'll take this person and in in yep. the maelstrom of activity is someone gets left behind, right? And my mother was fine with it because she said you can't start the wedding until the mother of the bride walks down the aisle. Yeah, she's so, she, in a way. Yeah, she was right. <laughs> she's a painter. I bet you that's happened. You know, many many times because. Again, you know, don't people a lot of times, you know, you get everyone in one limo to make sure that everyone's there yeah. that yeah, has to be there? Stephanie, how long How long did you, was it before you realized? Oh, like, um, I was about half an hour, 45 minutes. That's not bad. Overall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, so, Stephanie. Okay. And then we had to take have my brother-in-law pick her up who she could not stand. So oh. that didn't help it either. Bonus. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Steph. I got a text from my friend Jackie. said, uh, I went to uh, the ATM two weeks ago, got $40 out of the ATM, grabbed the receipt, but not the money. Oh. <laughs> That's annoying. <laughs> now, I've done, and I think I've told this story uh, before, is I, I went to a grocery store, I get home, and I was going to make whatever it I was going to make. I don't remember what it was, and I'm like... I didn't buy everything I was supposed to get for this. I would, but how could I forget these items? So I go back. I I go through the store and pick up the things that I apparently had forgotten. And I go and I'm paying at the same register I went through. And they're like, you left half the stuff here. That you were, I left all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to say that I that I messed up again. That I that I uh, like there were two bags of things, and I only grabbed one of them. And I had to come back again. Like I had to, I had to make three visits all together. Something gets locked in your mind, but that's that's, that's a standard thing with me. I, I have to really because I'm I'm like I get distracted. So you go into Wawa, and you're going to get one thing, and uh, you know, oh look at it, look at this gum. It's 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 come from frozen too. Yeah. I got to get this, you know, and you forget the milk you were supposed to get or i'll just be thinking about right wh- whatever work yeah. or, or whatever things going on in my personal life and and just completely 
forget <laughs> the main purpose of whatever I was supposed to be there for. Uh, I'm going to go to Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Marcy. So I think you have a wedding story as well, right? Uh, yeah, my sister got married, and we went through the ceremony, and uh, after it was over, my parents were talking to the reverend inside the church, mm-hmm. and we all left, got in our cars, went to the reception, and then we went to do the announcements and realized my mother and father weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who, who'd you send back to the church? Actually, we sent my brother-in-law back real fast because um, he was the one that had the car the closest to the venue. So we got him into the car. He ran back to the church and picked up my parents and the reverend. Yeah, no matter what happens, though, no matter what you try to do to say to that person, this is an accident, everyone's like, they'll be, yeah, 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 right. You, yeah, left, yeah, you did this on purpose. Yeah, sure. Those, you know, well, everybody was outside, and they stayed inside the church to talk to them. Ah, you're just easily friends. forgotten. That's yeah, all. yeah, you're very yeah, forgettable, and no one really... Yeah, when they start to do the announcements and realize, hey, where's mom and dad? <laughs> yep. All right, thanks, Marcy. Appreciate it. Uh, I want to go next to Matt. Hello, Matt. Good morning, sir. Yo, good morning. You guys rock. Thank <laughs> you, brother. All right, so you're guilty of leaving someone? Yes. So I was, me and my girlfriend were headed down to Ocean City, New Jersey, you know, for a weekend trip or whatever. And uh, we had to make a quick pit stop. And after we went and everything, we kind of got in a fight on the way there or whatever. And uh, I forgot to bring her with me after we left the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot to take her when you left the restaurant? Yes. What did she do to the bathroom? She went to the bathroom? So that argument had just blown over after you went back and picked her yeah. up. I'm sure you guys didn't dive right back yeah. into a back and forth. Yeah, it actually helped. Um, it, it worked. It made, it, you solved the problem because of that. You just you abandoned her. Yeah, I mean, that's when you are so, so wound up and so caught up that you, you, you had a passenger in the car you forgot about. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. yeah, it worked out really good. So uh, <laughs> it, the whole weekend ended up to be in a really great trip after that. So, okay. Yeah. You guys still together? Uh, no. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, All right, thanks, course. Matt. Why would they be? Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's see. Let's go to. Wow, there's some really good ones here. Uh, I'll go next to Ron. Hey, Ron. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Juan. How are you? Uh, Juan. Okay, Juan. Uh, we're we're doing well. So, just to reset for those uh, who are just tuning in, there's a woman who posted a video of uh, her on the way to school, taking her kids to school. Looks yeah. in the back seat. She forgot the kids, left them at home halfway to school. I had to turn around, go back, and get her kids. So you had forgotten someone one time, right, Juan? Oh, I did. Uh, every year, we fly from Philly to Disney on a spring trip for uh, high school sports. Okay. So the trip's over. Awesome trip. Weather was great. We get back on Magical Express to go back to the airport. By the way, you're. Hang on a second. You are you a coach for a team? I am. I, I, I am a coach. Okay. And, uh, so I. I'm a fanatic. I take headcounts, you know, because even though, you know, you're the chaperone, you can't leave anybody, obviously. So I take headcounts. We get on Magical Express. We get to the airport. We get off the bus. We're getting ready to go through security. I take a headcount. We're missing a kid. While we got back to the airport, one of my brilliant athletes went to use the bathroom on the bus. We got off the bus. He stayed on in the bathroom of the bus. 
Yes. <laughs> so oh I'm freaking out because our flight's going to leave very soon. You know, you're everything on a time schedule. Yeah. So I got a hold of the hotel who got a hold of Magical Express. The bus driver had to turn around on, on the highway in Orlando just for my one athlete to get off the bus to make the flight. This kid never came out of the bathroom to let the driver he, know that he was still on board? Instead of waiting five minutes till we got there, that's when he went into the bathroom in the back of the Magical Express bus. Well, that wasn't your fault. Yeah, I mean, when the he, kid when, was just a, was an idiot. Yeah, when he felt the well, bus moving, he didn't think to maybe stop the bus driver? I mean, at some point, I guess he should have entered his head, but stupid me didn't take the head count when we got off the bus, but why would I? Right? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. already on board. Exactly. Oh, my God. So, anyway, I freaked out for like a half hour thinking this poor kid's on a bus, going back to the hotel. Bus driver realized that he freaked out, like, wait, why are you still on here? That started everything. So, needless to say, I now do head count. 37 times before we get off the bus. You know what? You know what pisses me off when, when you're with a group Thanks, of people and like if if, if I'm with a, a tour or something or or someone's leading a group, I I I'm the onus is on me to follow that tour guide. Don't wander, right? Don't wander. Mm-hmm. I, I it drives me nuts yeah, when people way. wander off. And a lot of times it's like if you if you get lost because. You are the follower. Yeah. Follow. Yeah, the rules are simple. Yes. You just stick to them. It's just, it's like, what, what am I, a border collie? I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I hate that, too. Uh, I will go next to Greg on the phone lines. Hi, Greg. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, buddy. All right, so did you forget somebody one time? Uh, I did not, but my father and my uncle, on the way back from a hunting trip, uh, my brother, who was 14 at the time, was in the back seat. They were driving down Route 80, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but it's, there's long stretches where there's nothing. Uh, they pulled over to relieve themselves, and my brother got out, did not tell my dad or my uncle, <laughs> and they drove away. Oh, my God. Now, and there's nothing there. There's nothing. There was nothing. And it is, this is at 11 o'clock at night as well. So he oh, just wow. slipped out because he had to pee. Yes. yes okay. exactly. And then you have to travel miles and miles before you can loop back. Exactly. Well, they didn't find out. My dad and uncle didn't find out until they went to a McDonald's drive-thru. Oh and God. while they're in the drive-thru, they look around to ask if he wants anything, and he's not there. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so panic starts to set in. Meanwhile, my brother's just walking alongside of, you know, Route 80 with traffic whizzing by at like <laughs> Oh my God, that's so dangerous. Yeah. It was very dangerous. And a random trucker stopped and picked him up, which, you know, doesn't say much about my brother's intelligence, but I guess he was kind of out of options. <laughs> All right. Um, took the so, chance. <laughs> so the trucker picked him up, took him into Bloomsburg, took him to the police station. So the police station calls my house where my mother and I were. Oh, my God. And I picked up the phone, and I immediately thought it was a prank call because, you know, it just sounds ridiculous. So I'm on the, line, on the other line saying, like, yeah, okay, whatever, sure. You have my brother, and you know, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Finally, it starts to sink in that this is the truth, and I tell my mom, and <laughs> we don't know how to get this. Was, this was years ago, kind of before anyone really had cell phones, too. So we have no idea how to get in touch with my dad. Um Thankfully, he calls about a half hour later in a panic because he he doesn't know that we know where my brother is. Yeah. Um, but finally, we we after a little bit of giving him a hard time, we told him that he's in Bloomsburg at the police station. 
and they had to double back for like miles and miles and go pick him up. Oh my oh god. god. Oh, that's hilarious. That's awesome. I, I love it. I love it. Thanks, Greg. Good thing he was okay. That. Yeah, no kidding. He got picked um, up by a random truck driver on the side of 80. <laughs> you know? I, I keep like, walking. That's too much. Uh, here's another leaving an obvious thing behind. I'll go to Austin. Austin, good morning. What's up, guys? Sorry about your work. Nah, bud. What's your story? So, one day I decided to go hit the lake after work. You know, it was a long day. I get home. I keep my boat in my garage. Uh, I pull my truck up. I go to load the boat up. Right before I go to leave, my mom calls me. And uh, she's talking on the phone about something, my sister, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get to the lake before sunset. Mm-hmm. Hop in the truck, leave, forgot the boat. <laughs> you <get it? laughs> forgot the boat. <laughs> how, how far away was, was where you were fishing? <laughs> yep. Yep, on my way to the lake to go fishing, completely forgot the boat. How far away did you did you drive before you realize it? Uh, about a half hour. <laughs> you, know, you again, and you have to marvel in your mind. How did all the telltale signs? Mm-hmm. I was without a boat elude me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got in the car. I turned the radio up. I was jamming. I was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be a good day." <laughs> so, so you had the same thing. This. Yeah, I get to the gas station. I pull in. I get out. I walk in. Don't even notice it. Yet. I walk in. Pay for gas. Walk back out, and I just stop. <laughs> oh, that's the best, Austin. Thanks, man. Hang on, hang on. You can't say that. Holy, holy ass! I forgot the boat. Yeah. Oh yeah, my bad. I, I, I get back in the truck and I leave, and then I'm I'm driving home or driving to go get the boat. I'm speeding and everything. I'm like, oh wow, I didn't even pump the gas. So I just paid. For Are you serious? serious? Austin. <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> Oh, my yeah, God. So, you know, the way that evening ended was I just, you know, went home, sat down on the couch. Uh, honestly, yeah. you, cut, you cut your losses. Yep. I've had that happen day. many times. It was not meant to be. Thanks, Justin. Uh, it's like you with the golf present being so excited and oh my so God. amped up. Yeah. And this is going to be a great day. Yeah. yeah that 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 yeah. is clouded by the necessities of what right. you need to do to, to make that day happen. Let me go to Janine. Hi, Janine. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Awesome. So this is you being the one kind of left behind, right? Yeah. So I was six months pregnant, and my OB referred me to a new general practice, and I showed up late afternoon for my first appointment, and they took me right back to the to the patient room, gave me the paper gown, told me to wait for the doctor to come in. I waited. I went through a magazine. I went through a separate magazine. Long time passed. I opened the door. Everyone had gone home. The lights were off. Someone was vacuuming. Oh, my God. And I was in a paper gown sitting in the waiting room. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, they left you in the office. Then they had been gone for a while. Oh, my God. How do they not like, just knock on a door and see is, is any, if anyone's in there? I, I, don't you do sort of a room check? Yeah. I know there's a turn on the outside. Nope, nobody. So I'm looking around. They had locked me in. And this was 20 years ago. I didn't even have a cell phone. So I'm in a paper gown, banging on the door, hoping somebody will let me out so that I can go home. What happened? (laughs) I called the doctor on call, 911. Yeah. And got on the phone, had no answer other than, well, I got called to the emergency room and, sorry, we were busy. 
We were busy. Wow. That was it. Sorry, we were busy. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that sucks. All right, thanks, Janine. Appreciate it. Have a good day, yeah, buddy. you too. Uh, hang on. There was a, a couple other good ones. Um, uh, let me get. Let me go to this. Brian. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Dude. Yeah. Brewer. Dude, it's Brewer. It's Brewer. Brewer. (laughs) One of our favorites. One of my favorite moments. All right, Brian, what what did you do? All right, so I had two good ones, but I'm going to change my story here. So my mom's from a family of 10, and uh, they had a station wagon back in the day. And my grandfather wasn't exactly the nicest person. So when they all got in the car, they were all completely quiet. You weren't allowed to talk. If you talked, you got beat. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So they're going around a turn. And um, my Aunt Wendy's leaning up against the door, and the door opens, and she falls out of the car. And my grandfather turns around and goes, shut that door. <laughs> so they shut the door, and they finally get home, which is like 10, 15 miles away. And they look in the back of the car, and uh, my grandfather goes, where's Wendy? And the kids go, she fell out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh they were so... They were so terrorized, they wouldn't bring it up to him? Oh, my God. Yeah, so she fell out of the car, so... Close that she door! Was, she, was, she was sitting on the side of the road for, like, I don't know, like an hour until I went back and picked up. And then she got beat for falling out of the car. Oh, my... This guy sounds like a lunatic. Yeah, that's that's, that's my good story. So, all right, wow. guys, have a good one. All right, thanks. Take it easy. That's completely different than what was written on the screen here. It said that he said he changed his story. He wanted to change his story. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that was a winner. Imagine wow. you fall out of a car wow. and you're so traumatized that you won't bring it up to the driver. That's Where's crazy. Wendy? Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, it, it apparently it happens. It happens quite a bit where people will just forget or think that sure. someone is in the car and they're not actually, or they're just robotically going about the motions and they forget one tiny little ingredient to this little recipe. A major ingredient. A major yeah. ingredient. <laughs> and then it happens, man. Uh, but this video, the woman who left her kids at home has been viewed more than 4 million times. I'm sure it's up way more than that at this point. But you're not alone. Yeah, if this has happened to you. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second because I got great stories from the Bizarre File. One that was sent to me by many people over the weekend that I think you may enjoy. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic from 93.3 WMMR and Pacifico Beer. Friday, March 6th at Jack Frost Mountain where the snow comes first. The sled-deemed Best Design scores a $2,000 cash prize. The Best Live Live Anchors Up theme scores $500 and beer for a year from Pacifico. Sprint has $500 for the fastest sled. There's $300 for the coolest Jose Cuero. And somewhat of a gag gift for Preston and Steve's favorite fail. Mandatory sled registration through March 1st at WMMR.com. MMR VIPs, there's still time to save money on those lift tickets. The pre-sale price is just $20, but only till noon, March 4th, or while supplies last at WMF. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic at Jack Frost Mountain. Sponsored by Chorus Photography and Sprint. Brighter future for all. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Monday morning, Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by HERS. Find HERS new mini cheese puffs at your local store on your next grocery trip. It is the smallest big deal in snack history. HERS, forever good. All right, we're starting with this one. It was sent to me multiple times 
by people over the weekend who wanted <laughs> to make sure that this indeed landed in the bizarre file. It took place in Maryland. A man accused of poking a woman with a syringe oh. uh, apparently had semen in some of these syringes. Oh, man. Oh, dear God. Police originally said that the syringe used in the assault was the semen-filled one. However, they later clarified that they could not confirm the semen-filled syringe was the one used in the attack. Can't you use a penis as a delivery system? Police had found liquid and other syringes in the suspect's possession. Man. And listen to his name. Thomas Byron Steeman is charged with... This is all wrong. First-degree assault, second-degree assault, and reckless endangerment in the incident. God. Police said today they learned that the substance in the syringe from the February 18th assault was indeed semen. Additional testing and investigation are underway. Was it steaming semen? I don't know. It, well, that's a good question. Yeah. I assume it was steaming semen. A syringe with liquid was found in the suspect's car. He was ordered to help without bond earlier. Uh, detectives believe that uh, there may be additional victims, so they're trying to find that out. In your car with the semen that you store... Is it your semen usually? Yeah, usually yeah, yeah, it's yeah. mine, yeah. Three people have been killed after dry ice was poured into a swimming pool during a birthday party in Moscow. This is horrific. The victims had been celebrating the 29th birthday of Instagram influencer Yekaterina Didenko at a pool complex in the Russian capital. About 25 kilograms of dry ice was tipped into the pool with the intention of creating a visual effect to impress guests. But people inside the pool reportedly instantly, instantly began to choke and lose consciousness. Oh. Several people were injured during the stunt, including Miss Dedenko's husband, who is reportedly among the dead. Uh, the mother of two had earlier posted a video message telling her one million followers they'd been rushed to intensive care. Of course, dry ice, which is frozen carbon dioxide, produces a heavy vapor when it's put into water. And, of course, you can't breathe. It takes yes. up the space of the oxygen. God. Uh, the cause of death is not yet known, but the vapor can cause an elevated level of carbon dioxide in blood when released in an inadequately ventilated space. Wow. When an Oklahoma o- homeowner heard a commotion in his attic, he expected to find squirrels. Instead, he found a full-grown man hanging out on a mattress. Uh, he called 911. The dispatcher said, what's your emergency? The victim said, yeah, I've got a man, a stranger, in my house. Hi. How did he get in your house? He came in through the attic. He camped out overnight, and I need somebody here immediately. I have a gun on him right now. Oh, man, don't get upset. Police say before the homeowner grabbed his gun, he kept hearing strange noises coming from his attic. And when he went up to investigate, there was actually somebody that appeared to have taken up residence. Apparently, uh, according to police, the residence has a staircase that goes up the side of the house oh. with attic access. So that appears to be how the person got into the attic. As a homeowner, you probably know when hobos get into your attic, right? Yeah, I have a pretty good yeah, idea. You hear them scurrying around? On uh, the 911 call, you can hear the homeowner direct the suspect out of the house at gunpoint. Shush. Shoo. A Florida hospital worker. This is another great story. Who was arrested after a patient accused him of sucking on her toes. No! No, 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 no. 
said he's not a creep, and the whole thing was just a big misunderstanding. Of course it was. He was simply trying to clean her toes. France Bildorin was arrested on a charge of battery on a person 65 years or older. Ooh, old toes. A patient <laughs> at Gulf Coast Hospital in Fort Myers was in her bed sleeping around 11 p.m. when she said she felt something on her foot and at first thought that it was a nurse checking on her, but then she felt it two more times Followed by a wet feeling between her toes. Oh, Enjoying that, are you a pervert? She said that she looked up to see Beldorin on his knees, bent over her foot, which she then pulled away from him. Now, Beldorin, who was a hospital sitter who's assigned to watch over the other patients in the room, uh, then returned to his chair. After he I've got was, a chair. After he was released from jail, Beldorin uh, said that he... Here's the deal. Here's his excuse. All right, please. He had dropped his phone under the bed and was bent down with his hands in the edge of the bed to retrieve it. <laughs> yeah. And, his um, mouth and her suddenly. toes ended up in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. It was dark. Before He's, I knew it, her foot was halfway in my mouth. He said, she's afraid and we're in the dark. Uh, yeah. He said, it's a dark room with a dark male at the foot of her bed. Don't know what she's like. I I can understand, but I'm not trying to do that with you. For what, he says. I mean, come on. He's, why, why would I suck your toes? He said he lost his job and now his reputation is tarnished. He of said course. it makes me look crazy or like creepy, and I'm not. Like, I'm not that type of dude. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, what, if, what, if, what if he's telling the truth, man? That he just went to pick up his phone and her foot ended up in his mouth. Or that he never did it in the first place. If, it, it depends on the mental capacity of this woman. a woman. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's listen. I know when my toes are being sucked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I'm I'm guessing the guy did it, and yeah, he used it. As Crazy old bitty. <laughs> All right, and then we'll do one more story. Uh, two burglars armed with bolt cutters stopped to feed a pet llama at a farm park before they carried on with their robbery. They're irresistible, aren't they? Uh, the pair of thieves were caught on camera giving carrots to family favorite Larry the Llama at the Raglan Farm Park. Yes, come on, give me a kiss. Uh, the, uh, the owner, <laughs> the owner Gareth Williams, said the man later made off with power tools. Uh, police have appealed for information, and uh, apparently security has been tightened to avoid repeat visits. Got to so, protect those llamas. You do, you know. All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you. Give me a kiss. <laughs> on my carrot. I have in the bizarre file. All right, let's take a break. Come back in just a moment or two. We will return shortly, my friend. Don't go anywhere. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Do you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your rewards for discounts on gas at participating Exxon stations or for free groceries. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Thanks, Kath. We'll do some more uh, giveaways in a little while with Rita's Water Ice. Who stop by today. They are open starting today, by the way. And Casey, our own Casey, oh. will be at the Havertown location Woo! today from 4 to 6 p.m. Yeah, I don't know. actually know what town it is. It's on Route 1. It okay. says City Line Avenue, but I thought City Line... <clears throat> Became City Line oh, after you got past from Delaware County moving uh, north, get past Haverford Avenue. But I'm going to be south of Haverford Avenue. If you're familiar with that uh, shopping center with like the TJ Maxx and the Wendy's. And, well, let's nail it down. And, yeah, I know where and you're we'll make about. sure that uh, people can come out and meet you. <clears throat> yeah. All right, four to six today, and uh, stop by, and that's, you know. It's dinner time. Go have Rita's for dinner. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's one of the main not. food groups. I love doing that. <laughs> uh, Nick, you wanted to mention the red and white ball yeah. uh, that you were a part of over the weekend. You emceed it, right? I did. I hosted and emceed on Saturday night. I uh, got all gussied up. Wore tux, thanks to Akabuchi uh, Tuxedo. They they hooked me up and my dad, which was really nice. I, I paid for it, but they, they made us look nice. Um, and uh, it just it was an awesome event. Uh, it's the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and it's a, sort of a national event, but they, they focus a lot of their energy locally. Um, they raised over $730,000 in one night, which wow. is phenomenal. Uh, and, uh, Steve, you and I were talking about this uh, two or three weeks ago. The amount of research and work that's done right here in Philadelphia literally to end blood cancers is unbelievable. Just the And this money goes directly to that fight. So it was an awesome event. It was a really great night for a really cool organization and a cool cause. Um, Dr. Mike How awesome. uh, was able to join us. He's and great. His uh, beautiful wife, uh, Elizabeth, and uh, my parents were there, and it just was an awesome time. So I just wanted to give some love to uh, LLS and everything that they do in the area. You definitely looked really handsome. In that first picture that we were looking at, though, um, <laughs> your, with your girlfriend, dude, you look... Like your brother. You look like Adam in that picture so much. Well, I, I kind of do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, so it's just, it's so much fun. And uh, if you ever get a chance to attend this event, um, it's uh, it's cool. It's worth it. It's a good time. And uh, so thanks, Preston. I just wanted to give oh. them some love. Absolutely. Um, hey, I wanted to mention this. I, I, I had a few people are stupid. I, I, <laughs> I, I had a feeling that this was going to happen. But with the coronavirus Corona, I saw that. the beer is taking a hit. The be- sales are down. Come on. <laughs> I mean, we really? Were, we were just talking about this over the weekend, and I forget who it was, but they had the same comment. People are just stupid. Oh, it's just all there is to it. <laughs> you know how but people react to things. It comes to mind, Preston. Do you remember years ago there was a weight loss uh, uh, candy or something called AIDS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, and uh, well, that took a hit. It was spelled A Y D S, right? And, uh, well, they yeah, they went out of business, right? Uh, so Coronas was like thirty percent drop in business. Eight percent, eight percent dropped, eight percent. But uh, you're talking about a lot of money, you know? Eight yeah, percent is a lot yeah. when, when you're talking about beer money. Uh, so yeah, apparently there are reports of an increase in online searches for Corona beer virus and beer coronavirus. Oh my god. And the purchase intent among adults in the U.S. has plunged to its lowest in two years, according to data from YouGov. Uh, in the last few days, shares of Corona Maker Constellation Brands Incorporated dropped 8%. Uh, Corona's buzz score, which tracks whether American adults aware of the brand have heard positive or negative things about it, has fallen from 75 at the start of the year to 51 because of their saying the coronavirus. Well, clearly there's no connection. Uh, And uh, there's no connection between the beer and and the virus. I was drinking Corona over this very week. You seem totally fine, except for that uh, vomiting blood earlier, but otherwise (laughs) you're fine. The wild thing about the the coronavirus, and I haven't really... you know, delved into it too much because, like I was saying, every 
every 10 years or so, something pops up yes, that, yeah. that scares the living bejesus out of everybody. Uh, but, but the one that's weird about this is is there are no symptoms until you're already, you know, passing it along and carrying it. So there is pause for concern. I was talking to Dr. Mike about it on Saturday <laughs> night. And, and um, you know, the best doctor that money can buy is Dr. Mike. And, and he has concerns about it, you know. So And he, he said he's been very busy over the last week uh, with a lot of media coverage, yeah. people talking about it. Um he was saying, you know, it's it's best to be prepared. But corona, coronavirus fears are apparently pushing more people to using dating apps. Okay. Match.com says that dating apps are usually at their busiest between December 26th and February 14th. But this year, things are different. A recent survey uh, from dating app Kink D. Yeah, yeah, pulled, that's pulled, the one I go to. I, I have no idea what it is. Uh, it pulled 5,000 users who had signed up on Valentine's Day and found that about 26%, their chief motivation for registration was the uh, coronavirus outbreak. Pandemics make people horny, Preston. Uh, the app said that normally there is a rapid new user growth from February 1st to February 14th, then it starts to taper off after the festival, but... Uh, this February, we've been seeing a 15% new growth during 10 days after February 14th, is according to the co-founder. Uh, so far, the spread of the coronavirus is inching toward meeting the definition of global pandemic, limiting social contact, fight the virus, makes people feel anxious and lonely. And he said that is where our dating app comes in. <laughs> there you go. Feeling anxious and lonely. I thought maybe it was because even fewer people wanted to go out and meet en masse, you know, in, in public places yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. But I, I guess it's different. People feel anxious. And when they meet, what do they life. drink if they're afraid of beer? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? I don't know. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty wild. I, I don't know. You know, um, dating apps are doing well to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is kink? Is that is that a specific? Kink D. If, if you're into kink, <laughs> if there's separate kink things involved. Kath, you know this stuff. What yeah, do we right, no right, idea. Right. No idea. So here's another question concerning the coronavirus. Do farts spread the COVID-19 virus? Okay. That's interesting. The official word of it. Parents, uh, I'm sorry, pants, it says here, work just fine to cut off novel coronavirus transmissions in farts. In a lengthy and seemingly humorous yet serious article on its WeChat account, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention in Beijing clarified that farts normally do not constitute another transmission route of COVID-19 unless someone takes a good and rather close sniff of gas from someone with their pants off. Okay. So if you stick your nose down in somebody's butthole and take a good sniff. Now, I wear a hat, an ass hat just for protection. Now, uh, um... If you were in the uh, in the sharding realm, if you were actually producing a lot more pulp, so to speak, I assume that'd be more of an issue, right? <laughs> Maybe. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Uh, the comments were made in response to recent concerns that infected patients may spread the disease via passing gas. The concerns were prompted by the latest research findings from a research team led by Chinese top medical advisors which suggested that they had isolated uh, novel coronavirus strains from samples of infected patients' feces and wow. urine. Oh. So the findings, so SPD. So the findings uh, made some worry that some worry that the virus is too toxic, that farts could be a new transmission route. Uh, some anxious individuals also called for mass production of facial mask-like protection for their butts. Um, <sighs> the CDC said that it had clearly done their homework before writing the article. 
and they cited a fart experiment carried out. This is legitimate. By, yeah, yeah, yeah. By no Carl, doubt. By Carl Kruselnicki yeah. and Luke Tennant a couple of years ago. And their findings were published on discoverymagazine.com with a conclusion that pants can effectively screen out germs as far as passing them through, through you know, farts, through butt gas. Well, whatever happens, something has to happen so that those of us who enjoy uh, going up close to other people's asses and sniffing them can yeah. get back to what we... Uh, <laughs> right. Our, our favorite hobby. No, this is ludicrous, but I would imagine if you're going through underwear and pants... Yeah. But does that mean your pants and underwear are then just saturated with germs? That's a good question. I don't know. you got to hop on the forum and pose that question, see what imagine, the response is. I would imagine your underwear has some uh, has some bacteria. I would say uh, do everything you normally do, but just burn them when you're done wearing them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, Preston? Yeah. Like a big pit at the end of the town. All right, so how long uh, can you get away with wearing underwear and keeping them relatively germ-free? I think a year. A oh. year? Okay. <laughs> I think a year is about right. You mean One like... full... <laughs> okay. I like calendar year. Yeah. You mean like before washing them or yeah, you yeah. mean before you throw them out? No. Washing, washing. Well, well one day, less than 24 hours. Less no, than no, 24 no, no. hours? Yeah, what? Sure. No, I think one full year. I think if you if you guys are like me, I I I I forego toilet paper and I just I use my underwear <laughs> right. And, just, right. and I just push it up in there. Sure. Uh cat, believe it or not, I'm with you on that one. Like uh Thank you you got to at least do that. Question about uh I'm with you too. I I never would I'm wear I'm so I'm surprised. Underwear. I feel like you would you would dig through your laundry for old underwear and throw them on. No. The the only time I will wear old pre-worn underwear and I've told you this before is <laughs> when I exercise. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll I'll, ch- I'll take off my clean clothes, yeah. right? And I'll put on a pair of dirty underwear, and I'll get all go get all sweaty and stuff in it. So I'm not, you know, because I'm going to change after. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I would. So I, I, it's, it's, it's for like it's, a year. No, not oh. for like a year. <laughs> Shut up for the year. So I don't have my already clean underwear that I've worn for half the day, and, yeah. and just have to go through another pair. Anyway, but it's hang same, on, same on a second, laundry. though. Then all right, so you you then work out, and then yeah. you go take a shower. I assume. Yeah. Do you go put your original yeah. dirty underwear no! back on? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. No. Yeah. no. I just no. had it on. Just had it on, then a year later you're washing. No. <laughs> just, what? You don't have enough underwear? Just grab a new pair. No, it's about saving on laundry. It's about not yeah. doing loads and loads. And lo- I got five people in my I house, know. man. I, I yeah. know about your laundry situation, but hey. your little teeny underwear are not going to take up that much space. It like impacts the environment. Yeah, your teeny breeze. Kathy, you don't. I wear underwears. <laughs> Preston, don't you have a don't you have a year hamper in the house? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, real quick uh, about laundry detergent, is it um edible? No, not that. No, well, Tide Pods apparently. Yeah. Um, no, is it antibacterial? It's I kind of you that know that's a good question. question. I we we assume it is because if you're putting it through, how hot is the water when you? You don't have scalding hot water when you wash your laundry. No, no. I usually um, go warm cold. Is the, the okay? Same I have it on. Uh, so, so there probably is less of a chance for germs to be eradicated in your laundry, right? I at think that? so. Yeah, Casey, I read uh, not that long ago that um, warm cold doesn't really make a difference at all when it comes to actually cleaning the clothes. That that cold cold is just as fine um, mm-hmm. for. Oh, act, okay. Yeah, for like getting it's rid of things. For- it's better for like coloring of clothes and stuff like that to wash it in cold. In the cold, yeah. yes, and correct. So, so you don't have it don't running. Do At the end yeah. of the day, uh, the, the warm, warm cold or hot Wait cold or whatever. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, <laughs> it it's just ends up being a, a waste of energy. Why? Why were you not? Germs. Cold? I'm oh, get rid Jesus of the germs. Christ! Hot you heat. and your. Freaking... <laughs> I'll buy new. I'll buy new clothes if the color wears. Here's <laughs> here's on Wikipedia. Or here's, all laundry detergents are antibacterial. Whew. 
All you right. should be careful about <laughs> concentration because more concentrated detergent use may lead to the damage of your clothes. All right. So if you overwash your clothes, they're going to... But it has long out. been accepted that there is no need to clean your laundry, say, for once a year because germs <laughs> automatically die after a one-year period. <laughs> Kathy, yeah. um, am I uh, too redundant here? Because I'll do like a half a scoop of the OxyClean powder and then like I'll zap it with some laundry detergent on top of that. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't use that. I just use the laundry detergent. Okay. So I'm not... I'm not familiar with what's your detergent of choice um mine is the uh up and up oh no is it up and up what's yours or the target brand yeah the target brand with no fragrance yeah Hmm. Uh, up and up no fragrance no fragrance you do the pods uh no i i do the because i have the front loader which is annoying can't wait to get rid of it uh (laughs) doesn't clean it as well as the top loader loader. front loader dryer yes top loader washer no doubt um, by the way, uh, Rock and roll. as long as everybody is, is wearing their pants, there's no need to be worried about farting Okay. Uh, and uh, passing along the coronavirus. So you're safe, guys. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you, Casey. I wear pants to work every day for this very reason. <laughs> Otherwise? Otherwise, I'd be... Yeah. They say take the normal precautions. Like, I, I picked up some extra... Yeah. Our, though we have our Purell dispensers around the building here. None of them are have anything in them anymore, no, so I, I picked up some for, more. For years. Yeah, they, so they've, they've, been, they've empty. been empty. So yeah. I, I picked up that, and then, then I clean my laundry once a year. Why? But wait a minute. Okay. Weren't, weren't these Purell uh, dispensers put in because of another... Because of the last H12747894. Yes. Whatever the whatever the last... H1M1. H1M1. Is that what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever that, that last uh, scare of, of pandemic... And it was, was the same thing, and that killed thousands of people. By the way, that's why we have these here. Yeah. So, you know well, what they're filled with now? Tapioca. They, it filled, is. Yeah, they should. It would be you cool. Your mouth I love tapioca. Wait, they are still empty though. Yeah, yeah completely yeah. empty. It's okay, the wait, equivalent of, of, our, of our Dunkin' machine. All right, let's put Dude. these. Let's put these awesome things in our suite, and then have nobody to maintain. Did them. you see what the CDC said? No. The no. number one way to prevent coronavirus: <laughs> Dunkachino. Dunkachinos. <laughs> yep. Or hot chocolate. Nobody's done anything. I made the announcement on Friday. Copper was that, 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 that shows you what kind of power we wield around yeah. here. Press the right. second you say it, a year later, it's done. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> uh, no power whatsoever? You think anybody emailed him? Because no. that's what you're called out. Oh yeah, that's right. His... Yeah, I told anybody who has business I'm dealings today. I'm sick with uh, Matt Cowper. <laughs> coronavirus. To let him to know. Uh, let him. Uh, let him know that we need our Dunkachino machine fixed. So that first, and then the Purell. So Dunkachino first, and then we'll get to that. Or fill the Purell dispensers with Dunkachino. Yeah, they would empty out immediately, though, unfortunately. Um, by the way, if you suffer, you know, so we're talking about sickness and so yeah. on. If you suffer for, from uh, <laughs> seasonal Sick. allergies. It's Calper after dark. <laughs> uh, talk. You might want to start stockpiling your meds. Uh, AccuWeather Good meteorologists St. Louis, have to call. <laughs> say oh, no. that um, Americans who live in the eastern United States are going to have a long and severe oh. allergy season this spring. Is that what the groundhogs are? Due to predicted above normal rainfall and near uh, average temperatures. So the, the warmer temperatures are going to cause the... Uh, well, the I've already seen some things start to bloom. Did yes. you? Yep, yeah. same yeah. thing. Am I, they're already blooming. I th- I looked out the front, I looked out the front door yesterday. I'm like, you got to be kidding yeah. me. Yeah. I already saw some ornamental grasses starting to grow. Yes, likewise. Do you yeah. suffer? You know what? I I don't think so. Um, I, I'm I'm always asked because of the the my sinus issues I have with headaches and so on. If I have allergies, but I have nothing severe. No, no, definitely not. Occasionally, I might get a little bit of something if it's in that profound. Uh, your your car's covered yeah. with the 
pollen. Maybe yeah. a little, but I don't have. I see people who are absolutely incapacitated. Is that you, Kathy? Do you yeah, I it? mean, I, I get the, mine like fluctuates throughout the years. I, I had them very bad um, when I was young, and then I hit thirty, and they almost. Went completely went away, and yet you wow. said on your fiftieth birthday it came no, back. Stop no. it! No, but it it did come back, and I will say, knock on wood, um, I have done excellent this year. Uh, and, and I've it's been March. I've been doing no, no. What do you mean? You said this year. Well, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean. Um, because I get sick, I usually get sick around. We looked at at, at my chart, <laughs> Doctor Mike and I. I usually get sick at the exact same time huh. every year. No way. So I didn't. I didn't get any of those sicknesses this year, and I think it is because um, I am. Uh, uh, diligent with the Neil Med, okay? Yeah, which well, that's Dr. what I do. With Doctor Mike has all al- the time always said, but I kind of ignored him and would just do it when I started, you know, to feel it come on. Well, no, I, I do it every single day, and I've been sitting in salt caves, and I'm not kidding. I I really think that that has made a difference. Yeah, salt salt caves is the answer. Yeah. Um, what if, what if it's one or the other, and you're doing both, and you don't need to do both? I, and, and it's the Neil Med and the Soul Case just I, makes her feel good. I've thought about it, and I don't care if it's mental or what it, it is. It, it. It's working right now, so I'm mm-hmm. going to stick with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am self-diagnosed <clears throat> with allergies, and I and I'm pretty sure it's not pollen. I think it's mold spores. Is there a way uh, to figure out? What it is? That's, yeah, yeah. You okay. go get a test. Done. You go get a test done. Case that's what um what I had, and the mold spores popped back up on my arm, like a day later, and then two days after that, it, really, it, it kept yeah. popping up. Yeah. Case the the allergy tests are very detailed. They'll they'll get down to, it, it, they can specifically narrow down exactly what is bothering you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because I'm I'm fairly certain because mold spores are always earlier than pollen. And I usually get my, my zapped in around now, like coming up in, in March. Have you visited the salt caves? I have not gone to the salt caves. Where are these salt caves you're going to, by the way? Uh, so there's one in Doylestown, the salt cave of Doylestown. Uh, same owner has one in Newtown. And then there's one, Preston, in Skipback, right is, down it, the street from Floral and Hardy. Saltability? That saltability, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is I've it an actual to. cave or is it meant to look, is it structured like a cave? So they're, they're actually different. The one that I go to in Doylestown is structured like a cave. Like it almost feels like you're you're in this basement and it's, um, the walls are, are cover, covered in salt. Uh, the salt Saltability one, uh, they just have one, they have like regular, uh, like a, I can't remember, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a salt wall and okay. then the floor is covered in like Himalayan That's salt. That's is, right? When you go to like a brine therapy Brian. room? Yeah. Okay. I went to a pepper cave and I couldn't stop sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. That sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kathy, I have two questions. Uh, how long do you go into this cave for and are you going to do a spring activities list? Uh, so it's 45 minutes uh, usually is what's standard. You sit in there for 45 minutes and spring activity list. Are you, are you, are you naked? I'm, I'm sorry. Are you like a towel on or something, or is it? No, no. You stay in your clothes. Okay. Yeah, you stay in your clothes. You sit in in chairs. There's. uh, Can you get naked if you want? No, there's other people in there. It's like a group of people. I mean, if you want to be naked with a group of people, maybe. Is it is is the temperature warm, or is it you're just in there with salt? Uh, the temperature is not warm. No, they actually give you blankets to make sure that you are uh, warm enough. I'd Uh, like to take my clothes off, please. But (laughs) it. I'll try this. I should go by saltability and Preston, try it. Is that you? I really don't. I'm not sure if I believe it, but I'd have to. I'd have to experience it for myself. You know, there are places out west. I think I, I may be off on this, but I, I, I think they're radon caves. No, you hear the radon is, is it's bad for you. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, can you look? Oh, that I know yes. No, I know about. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, these natural it, deposits of radon. It's there stupid. in these caves, and they have people go and they they sit in them stupid for a certain people. amount of time. 
uh, supposedly is a therapy for a variety of different things. You, some people swear by it. Yes. How is this not an oxymoron, but the radon health mines of Montana? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was, what? That's correct. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Doctor Mike say don't might say don't do that. Um, so according to this means that um, much of the area of our uh, of the East Coast area will have the ideal conditions for tree, weed, and grass pollen growth. This is expected to impact the 193 million Americans who live in an area stretching from uh, it says Texas to Michigan. Why does it say so the the, the Northeast? Uh, uh, well, yeah, it says the Eastern United States. <laughs> Texas yeah. is uh, That's classically. Like up when you think Northeast, you think of Texas. Um, uh, okay. I, I tell you what, though, to Kathy's point, and Dr. Mike was the big prophet of this, the Neil Med yeah. is honesty. Do it multiple times when you feel something coming on. Yeah, it doesn't do anything And it is me. less, yeah, well, you've got the, you've got schnoz issues yeah. with the. Uh, schnoz. He does. Well, he's, he's, got, he's got to get a procedure. <laughs> yeah, there's a sinus area it won't reach. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, it doesn't work for him. So does it help you at all when you go to the shore? Like if you're if you're at the beach, does that help you at all? Well, I, I'm usually it's... drinking more, so, so yeah. probably it's not. Air. It helps deaden the pain. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've never correlated that, Kat. So for me, if I start to feel sick or I start to feel allergies come on and, and I go to the shore, it immediately uh, goes away. Like it, it will help me if so I sit on the beach. Yeah, and so okay. these salt caves, uh, the owner of the one salt cave told me that it's equivalent, 45 minutes in the cave is equivalent to three days at the beach. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Are there seagulls? There, there are Nazis. They should no. play sound effects yeah, yeah. at least, right? <laughs> or it's great. It's a great addition. Or actually have the birds in there with you, and they, <laughs> they, they give you French fries, and oh, yeah. the birds steal them all. And they crap all over you. Uh, those who react to grass po- or grass pollen are predicted to have the worst time this spring. Uh. Is grass pollen or people who are who suffer from grass pollen are they the is that the worst of the pollens? No, oh, I don't know. I. I'm not well versed in pollen. I've always know. thought it was tree pollen, but I mean that's just because you see you see that all those bit you know like yeah. there there I think it was last year there's record amounts of pollen and and there was video of them chopping down a tree or sawing down a tree and as it hit the ground yeah. a cloud this unbelievable cloud of yellow pollen uh, flew up into the air. It was I've never seen anything quite like it. Uh, so anyhow, uh, it says here, though, that those living in the eastern Rockies and cities along the west coast can expect above-average tree pollen levels. Mm. And those in the northwest and southwest will catch a break. But Will the pollen and your allergies help you sneeze out the coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that they've considered that yet, Steve. Uh, Maybe that- they can. If they get these things to fight each other, that'd be great. You mentioned seagulls, Steve. I have everything, by the way. Oh, my God. What is this? This is a seagull story. Um, so usually if you mention anything, I've got something in my, uh, my stack of, no, we don't Instead have to. Instead of Funk and Wagnall, it's Funk and Preston. We, we don't have to do a, a, a segment. Um, so according, apparently aggressive seagulls trying to steal your food. A study recently published by the University of Exeter put out the same food in two different ways. The first was touched by a human for about 20 seconds before it was placed down. And the second was never touched. They found that 79% of seagulls. That approached the foods favored uh, the granola bar that had been handled. So it, it led the researchers to say that um, cues from humans may play an important part in the way seagulls find food. So when seagulls see humans treating something as food, yeah, that it informs kinda... them of a decision as to whether or not they're going to go after it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it that makes be. sense, though, right? 
Yeah, you ever try and throw like a cigarette butt or a rock, and and you know if they're swooping in and eating fries or whatever, if you throw something that's completely inedible, they yeah. won't. They'll go for it anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wait, very wait. Funny. You eat it first. Mm-hmm. Eat the cigarette butt. Jerk off. Uh, it says it explains why gulls have been successfully colonizing in urban areas as well, because I guess they see that as a food source. That's a good band name, Urban Gulls. Or urban Gulls. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, hang on. Uh, double back for a moment about the uh, the allergies. We have, uh, is this uh, Donnie or Danny? How do you say your name? It's Danny. Hi, Danny. You're calling from Florida? I am. I'm from Tampa. I'm from Philly originally, but I moved to Tampa. I love you guys. I stream in um, when I'm driving up to school. Well, thank you. And I'm, I go to, um, I'm attending acupuncture school, and we learned a really awesome technique to help people with, sinuses problems where you take a q-tip you put essential oils on the end and the patient is lying on their back with their head propped up and we place the q-tip up their nose into their sinuses to help drain it drain all the mucus out and this clears out the sinuses and allows you to breathe deeper um the essential oils clear out the bacteria and everything so it's been about a 95% success rate so far with patients. It's a little painful because you're getting the Q-tips up your nose. but Yeah. Really- uh, you said up in. How far up do you go with that? If Halfway you, into the brain. You go into the sinuses, you said. Yes, into the sinus cavity. So we don't go and we don't touch the brain. But Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, but I mean, when, when, you, when you pull it out and there's brain on it, you know, you went too far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would this though? This would be in line with the with the Neil Med with the cleansing of the sinuses and the moisturizing of the sinuses, wouldn't it? It's the same sort of thing. Um, it's it's similar. It's a little different because you're not doing the water and the um like the neti pot kind of. Okay. Thing, yeah. All right. All right. Interesting. It's, uh, hey, listen, there's uh, different uh, different uh, treatments, and uh, that might be one to explore. Thanks, Danny. And by the way, a week from uh, Friday, we'll be down in your area. We'll be in Clearwater for uh, spring training with the Phils, so you should come see us. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely check you guys out. All right. We'll see you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, my nasal passages. <laughs> uh, Kathy, you couldn't do that. There's no way. Essential oils in your nose. Oh, God. I think that would be a nightmare for yeah, me. I understand smells. what she's saying, but I don't know uh, that I could do that. Do you remember those Vicks things that you would, the, the inhaler, you'd stick in your nose yeah. and just breathe yeah. it in? Kathy, you were addicted to this, were you not? Well, no. He's talking about, like, just the, the vapors. Um, oh, no. Yeah. You take a little squirt. It was like, yeah. yeah. It was like... No, you don't spray it. You just you just smell it. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Because there there you there was the one where you'd like a coke addict block off one nostril, yeah. spray and spray the um, like yeah. an Afrin yeah. or whatever. Right, right. It's like a little dildo. Right? Exactly. Yes. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It's just the Let's vapor. Do you smell those dildos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a little bit of hay fever. Uh, yeah, there it is. They do look the Vicks like inhaler. Dildos. What? They look like dildos. I thought that was a silly comparison. No, but... yeah, when you when you take the the, the sheath off, yeah. when you take the foreskin off, yeah, right, yeah, it, it definitely it looks, looks like, like a little little <laughs> Oh, and you can look like it looks like testicles. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, it's, it happens to lots. Of they just use dead mouse penises. <laughs> yeah. Happens to lots of guys. It's fine, baby. <laughs> oh. Your nasal passages are dry. It happens to a lot of guys. <laughs> Dear God. Why? Why don't you lean back and let mommy take care? <laughs> I love it when you do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, back back to the uh, the health stuff. I guess I am kind of the doctor right now. Yeah, you, really, you are. These are, all, these are all medical. What do we call you, the internist? Or what What was it? Um, God, what character had to do with... God, there's, there's the problem of really not yeah. caring. Yeah. <laughs> 
had to do with uh, Madison. Doogie Preston. Doogie, Doogie, Doogie Preston. Doogie Elliott. No, Doog. Remember when this ended with, here's Frank? The Resident. Yeah. That was the it. Resident. Here we go. I'm the Resident. That's right. it. Sorry, I should have. <laughs> I wish I would have remembered that earlier because it would have been all of these stories. Uh, let's see. Oh, listen to this, man. This is, a, this is a wild story. A 60-year-old woman insisted she had not been drinking even though multiple tests found alcohol in her urine. Mm. Uh, the stakes were high because she had come to the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center seeking a liver transplant. Another hospital's transplant program had rejected her because of positive urine tests. Uh, so I guess if you're getting a new liver and you drink, they're not going to let you right. get a new liver. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the And now the, the uh, transplant team is also refusing to add her to their uh, waiting list. Instead, they referred her for treatment. For alcohol addiction, but soon after that, in early 2019, Andrea Diamartini, a psychiatrist with the Transplant Center, uh, came with one of her students to the office of Kenichi Tamama. That's the uh, the gal, a clinical pathologist and medical director. Uh, they said the woman denied drinking and seemed not impaired. Um, could they take a look at her, the lab results? And what they found was uh, an, a, a thing called autobrewery syndrome. Oh, yes. Or bladder fermentation syndrome. It's basically like your, your body is making booze, That's right? exactly it. Yeah, uh, the findings have implications for programs that test urine for alcohol, including addiction treatment and transplant programs. A description of the case was published uh, in the Annals of Internal Medicine. Uh, Tamama had noticed that the woman's blood tests were negative for alcohol. By itself, that was not proof she hadn't been drinking. As the body metabolizes alcohol, it clears it from the blood faster than urine. Uh, then he looked at the results of tests of two by, byproducts, um, metabolite, metabolites of alcohol, which are ethyl glucuronide and ethyl sulfate. If she had been drinking, they should have been in her urine, and they weren't. Uh-huh. You know, the patient had yeast in her urine and that she had uncontrolled diabetes, a sign that sugar levels in her urine would be high. So all the things were in place yeah. to make her a little mini brewery. And uh, this guy had heard of rare cases of gut fermentation syndrome in which alcohol was produced in the gastrointestinal tract. And then those case, cases, patients were intoxicated and their blood had alcohol in it. There also had been reports of doctors who had fermented urine in a lab. Wow. Uh, they wondered if something similar could be happening in his patient's bladder. It was a little bit different than the gut fermentation syndrome. About, uh, <clears throat> about 15, 20 years ago when I had prostitutes for a brief period, I would crab pretzel sticks. No oh, my way. God. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how that happened. Edible? Wow. Yeah, they were actually pretty good. <laughs> they were less greasy, too. So they found proof that uh, yeast in the woman's urine was converting sugar to alcohol. Is it, so uh, the, the body's an amazing thing. It is. Let's go to any strip club. You, you can definitely like, yeah. sometimes you can find that. Well, what that. was that story where the person they got pulled over? I forget the particulars, yes. but it, and same they, thing, right? And they hadn't had anything to drink, but they they that, uh, that failed was, the breathalyzer. Right? That was a case, I think, of, of gut fermentation. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Well, there was another. No, there was a story. Are you talking about the 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 guy who was a uh, flight attendant? And that's it. <clears throat> yeah, and they had tested him positive, but he says it was the keto diet. Right, right, right. Remember, there was something that was yeah. happening. Uh, in his body that was creating a false positive. And it literally changed, or he he was claiming that it changed the blood alcohol content in his in his system, even though he had, hadn't had anything to drink. Yeah. Similar things have happened, like with poppy seeds and bagels yeah. and, and uh, people testing positive for drugs. Yeah. All right, one last thing, and it has to do with uh, uh, in, uh, sort of a medical <laughs> realm. I am the internist. Scotland is set to become the first country to provide free pads and tampons. 
A big win for the global movement to roll back onerous pricing for period products, including tampon taxes that class sanitary pads as luxury items. It's a disgrace to pay taxes on my tampons. Luxury items. Yeah, right. Uh, Luxuriate at home with your lovely tampons. Uh, the Scottish Parliament approved a plan on Feel Tuesday. It, it's so silky soft. Uh, Tuesday to make menstrual products available free in public spaces. Such Can't as, wait to get this home and bleed into them. Uh, community centers, pharmacies, and youth clubs. Look at mine has a string. The, <laughs> they all have <laughs> Luxurious. <laughs> Except it's made of silk. Uh, the country has offered pads and tampons free of charge at schools and... Come with hummus. By the way, what are uh, they do market some tampons and pads as kind of luxurious from time to time, Steve? Like, do they w- w- the ones that were pearls or whatever? Kathy? Oh, yeah. yeah, what was that? Glo- uh, I think I, I believe the per- I don't use the pearls. I think they were just like a plastic applicator. Just okay. glides so it right glide, in. Yes, oh as as God. opposed to a, a cardboard, cardboard applicator. Right, it glides. It glides. Just right. glides. <laughs> slips in there. Oh dear. Glides and slips. It's <laughs> so good. It's okay. It's your first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new plan will cost Edinburgh. Mine has an anchor chain attached. <laughs> oh. Wow! You make everything terrible. Don't lose it. It's my job to make everything sort of disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> the new plan will cost Edinburgh an estimated thirty-one point two million dollars a year mm, on tampons. Uh, the legis- Can't they find some sort of natural mine or something? The legislation... Well, they have salt mines and things like that. Yeah. Kathy, Kathy we just discovered through. a tampon mine. <laughs> the legislation is a milestone moment for normalizing menstruation in Scotland and sending out that real signal to people in this country. It's okay to have a period. About, <laughs> about a serious... I mean, in a country where even men wear skirts, it's time we took this clap for real. Uh, Parliament takes uh, gender equality. The bill's sponsor, Monica Lennon, said during a debate in Parliament. Anybody see that period movie that won the Oscar last year? It's literally called Period, End of Sentence. Nope. I didn't see it. I didn't either. Um, But a lot of what this is and what that movie is about is is issues like this, Preston, is sort of just normalizing it and happens all the time to half the population on the planet. Listen, I put that that story in the Bizarre File last week in India where these girls were told to leave the school when they found out they were on their period. Mm -hmm. It's like I said, it's in the Stone Age, man. Move to Scotland. It's physically what happens to women get over it all right anyhow that's it end of rant that's all i have in the world of the uh the medical for you today mm-hmm. uh no casey you know what i'm gonna give away something else okay. uh because now you have to give her away or? well he was gonna give me something to give away but i'm giving away uh rita's uh Ooh. water ice because we do have 25 dollars gift cards take caller number seven i'll set you up with this i want to thank uh katie loesch for bringing in some great water ice this morning stop by the rita's in woodbury Mantua and Glassboro on Fill Your Freezer Fridays. You buy three quarts of Italian ice and you get one free. That's a triple effort. Call number seven at 215-263-WMMR. Going to give you a $25 gift card from our friends at Rita's Water Ice. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Monday from 4 to 6, Casey Boy rocks Rita's of City Avenue at 7718 City Avenue in Philly. Get three quarts of water ice for just $13.99 and win cool MMR prizes. Join Marissa Magnata Tuesday from 7 to 9 at Destination Dogs, 1111 Walnut Street in Center City for a Pacifico official cardboard classic free party. 
Enjoy $4 Pacifico drafts and register to win a Pacifico VIP Cardboard Classic experience with VIP access for four to watch the Classic, an overnight stay, and lift tickets. Click events at WNMR.com for complete details. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. A couple of texts real quick I saw that were uh, <clears throat> standing out to me. One says, calendar is staying on March forever. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning the uh, the calendar, our, the President Steve totally have his calendar. It's, uh, we, we flipped that over today, and that's uh, Olivia. Yes, yeah, she is quite the beautiful young blonde uh, lady. They're uh, all very cool. I mean, we have so many, and they help us out with, you know, so many events and things like that, and just could not be uh, easier to work with and uh, better representatives of the show and the station. So. And then this other Love text it. says, so I just received my birthday email video. How awesome. Ah. I mean, what other radio station does that? None of them. Thank you, Preston and Steve Crew and all of WMMR. That's from Chad in Pennsburg. Uh, for checking in, so thank you. We had fun doing that. That was a yes. really, that was a fun little video. And if you if you sign up uh, as a VIP member, wmmr dot com, you can receive that too. But that's the only way you're getting it. No, the sorry, you're going to get. It. Have and, to have some restrictions. And then we'll also, you know, send cool information about upcoming events and and concerts and things like that. And we don't overload you. It's not a constant email bomb all the time. But you can go to wmmr dot com and uh, get signed up for that. Uh, so poor Ofra. Yeah, oh, man. Oprah. Oprah took a fall. She she's was dead. She, no, she's not. She's dead. not dead. Okay. No, she just fell down. I will um, say though, you know, like when you fall, uh, sometimes like if you if it gets captured on on video, it doesn't look that bad. But like when you fall and you're <laughs> that age, and oh yeah, uh, it can it hurts. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. sixty five, right? Uh, something like that. She's sixty five. She was up about fifty feet and fell face forward onto concrete. Wow, oh, is that the story, or did I? Bounce, she bounced right back. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no. She it was. was... It, it was. A, it was a, a foot roll. I'm going to play the 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 audio because it's ironic about what she was talking about. It was she was talking about balance. <laughs> yeah, 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 and you can hear her fall. Here so right. here's my definition of what wellness means to me. Wellness to me means all things in balance, and balance doesn't mean all things are equal or at peace at all times. Shoes. Thank you. It's nice to be talking about balance and fall. Uh, yeah, so her shoes, she rolled. You can tell it was definitely the, the, the high heel that she was wearing that was that was the issue. Hey, she's lucky she didn't actually roll her ankle. And break it. Wow. Like Brittany that, did. Yeah. Does that hurt? Or man. break her hip. I mean, she landed right on her hip. That's what she... I remember when I fell. Remember when I was jogging and I tripped and like... It was just a simple fall. I fell, you know, on my hands and knees, but I was like, I, I cried. Do you know what saved her oh, life? Did I say, she, Kathy? She landed on her wallet. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that cushion, the, the, yeah. She bounced back she up bounced like she was right, on a trampoline. Like on a trampoline. But yeah. this is this is not just falling. This is falling on stage yeah. in front of everybody when you've got the Awful. mic and you're giving a presentation. Oh. Terrible. Which leads me to the the question of most embarrassing. Fall you've ever taken, uh, not just a bad fall, but embarrassing because other people were watching. Well, what's comforting here is that immediately yeah. no one runs to her help. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I fell in front of everybody at the Cardboard Classic last year, and it was at the top of the hill. I was pushing the sled down, and it was just like a simple slip. I think that's a situation oh, yeah, that's where right. you fell on uh, your back. I right? fell on my back. I was so happy that I didn't like whiplash my head back, yeah. and 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 but. I felt it the next day. Did you? One tiny little fall, yeah. you know, and all it took was just that that 
Um, I don't know what what it is. It's just a sudden abrupt like motion. Ooh, yes. And the next day, I'm like, oh man. I had one that, that no one saw, but if had they, it, w- it would have been legendary because it would, that by we used to live by the hundred steps in Wissahickon down to the uh, the park system there. And it was one of those mornings I would you know take the dog for a hike, <laughs> go out to do the deal. I'm like, this is awesome. I've got my you know my hiking shoes on, and there was the tiniest ice. film of ice. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, you, it'd be like a, a sort of a landing, then steps, then a landing, then steps. So I was at the top of one of the landings, and I went oh, all the way down, like yeah. rapid fire. And and I was sprawled. And I, I didn't think, oh, I've lost my ability to walk. I'm now a quadriplegic. I was like, please, no one see it. <laughs> Did anyone see I hope me? no one saw that. So ice is obviously a big culprit for things like that. Marissa, yeah, you just remembered, didn't you? Damn, <laughs> I barbecue. over at her. No, is it the cardboard classic? <laughs> and we were coming out of what's the name of that restaurant? No, I think we were going to it. Were we? Well, yeah, Louis Prime? We hadn't even yeah, started. Louis Prime. That's it. We were walking to Louis Prime. It was very icy that day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little <laughs> walkway, and there's uh, lined with bushes on both sides. And Preston took two steps and just like slid up and. I mean, feet oh, off the ground, whap, landed on my ass. And Marissa, the concerned, <laughs> wonderful soul that she is. Always so emotional. And you know that really loud Marissa laugh? The cackle. Yeah. Oh, my God. She the laughing. Oh, my God. I'm in pain, oh. and she's laughing and you her can't ass help it. It's so, I know. You, and you, for some reason, Preston, have been, <laughs> life has decided you'll take the falls. I'll remember, in, oh. in, uh, in the castle in Ireland. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. Yeah. That's you another one. Blarney Castle. Oh. Marilyn Russell, and we're, this is when it was Preston, Marilyn, and Steve, and we're walking around, and we're outside, and look at this incredible thing. And from inside, we hear, You fell. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> These old stone stairs, Kathy. It's a castle for crying yeah. out loud. And they were wet. We were headed to actually like the the quote unquote dungeon area. Yeah. And I fell down and the small of my back rifled hit, along hit it. the stairs. Yeah. And I, I was gonna pass out. There you were gonna so, vomit. It was so much pain, yeah. I was gonna puke and pass oh. out. And I just sat there, you know, with my <laughs> yeah. legs apart, my hands down like this, my head down, just trying to compose myself. And I did it in front of people. That's a the and it, it echoed in that cave in that, that castle, which really caught the acoustics yeah. well. Marissa. Kathy, do you remember when I fell at your house? The, uh, down into the basement? Yes. Yeah, those <laughs> stairs were a little tricky. Yes, I, I had been day drinking all day, and I was in Maniunk, and I decided, like, <laughs> oh, gosh, Kathy's having a party today. Wouldn't it be great to put on cowboy boots? It was like a Western theme or was something. It? Why did we, we had cowboy boots on? I, all I remember is I had cowboy boots on, and I was, like, prancing around your house, having the time of my life. <laughs> prancing. <laughs> and you had carpeted stairs to the basement, and I took two steps and slid. <laughs> Well, it was like one of those old row homes that was redone, so mm-hmm. uh, the the stairs were pretty steep and probably wouldn't pass code today, and yeah. so you tumbled down them. Yeah, you were slid down them. Yeah. But did you laugh at her? Uh, no, you I had to. I, 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 I think, don't think I did. Can we can we just say that that even the injured person has to realize that it's it's totally fine after you realize like nothing's broken yeah. and you are actually okay. Mm-hmm. But Marissa, we have a couple of Marissa. She fell on the ice, which was great on video, oh, and then yeah. she fell at the MM barbecue. And Preston, like, remember you scooped your arms underneath her and caught her. She fell on stage. On stage? Yeah, right. Oh gosh, I don't remember. Did you that. trip over? Did you trip over some cords? 
No, oh. she rolled on her on her heel. I and, vaguely remember that. Yeah, and you like you got her. So I she saved the day. Yeah, she yeah. didn't wow. completely fall. <laughs> but That's she like when you, you push her. her down the stairs at your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's drunk. She won't know. Oh, my God. Listen, I fell and broke my leg last year, uh, but that's not the embarrassing one because it wasn't caught on video like yeah. the one at Black Diamond Mountain Sports oh, was. Oh, yeah. And, and that one, you know, I hurt, but it mostly hurt my soul because uh, somebody was videotaping at the time and Preston, who had fallen nary moments before doing the same exact thing as me, was not caught on video while doing it. And, Nick, it's so, and it's not, and listen, the the thing that makes me laugh so hard is it's, it's, it's exactly what any human would do Sure, and, and your reaction's the same. I think it's that we all identify in ourselves the same. Yeah, as you, here we oh, go. we have the video. The video. Yeah. We're watching it now. Nick is. I'm and fine. Isn't that funny, everybody? I'm fine. And Casey, Casey, to your credit, immediately. Tell me we got that on video. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I was saying, I got it. Are you okay? <laughs> but it came out as, yeah, God, I right. hope we got that on video. But I mean, you it's like when I was, was absolutely sprawled out at the bottom of those stairs right. in Wissahick, and I was like, I hope no one saw that. I don't care what kind of damage my body took. Don't right. let me be embarrassed. Let me go to uh, let me go to a couple calls. I have Corinne on the phone. Hey, Corinne, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Corinne. So you had an embarrassing fall. We wanted to hear about it. Yeah, I um, I used to walk past the Basilica of St. Peter's and Paul on my way to work because there was a parking garage where the church is. And they were having a, um, a funeral for one of the police officers who was killed. And there, it was like a, a, a craziness. They had all the TV vans and they had all these police everywhere. And I was walking and it was before they fixed the sidewalks because the, the TV crews used to pull up on the sidewalks. So it wasn't right. a mess. I tripped, fell flat on my face on top of my computer case. I am surrounded by police. I was like, oh, my God. So I tried getting up as quickly as possible. One of the cops came over and said, I think you should go to the first aid van. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. No, I'm, I'm fine. fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. You got blood pouring down your face. It's okay. But that's how it feels. Had, uh, my pa, I, I get into work. I empty all the fruit that was in my laptop bag. Got enough. I get into the office, and my boss calls me. And she's like, hey, are you wearing your green coat today? I said, oh. what? She's like, are you wearing your green coat? And I said, yeah, why? She goes, oh, I think I just saw you on TV. Oh, I said, oh no. <laughs> what was I doing? And she's like, what? I said, what was I doing? She's like, I, why? I said, because I fell on my face. Did they get that on TV? <laughs> she's like, no, I saw you throwing something uh, out in the trash can. I went, oh, my God. Oh, oh man. You dodged a bullet because yeah, Marissa, Marissa gotcha. did end up, right? right. Yeah. On yeah. TV. Yeah. yeah. What was uh, Was it ESPN2 or something like that? Was it was when the, uh, the, the it was classic. The winter, it was the winter yeah. classic, mm-hmm. and uh, Marissa was uh, skating on the ice, <laughs> uh, privilege, and uh, there is not only her falling, I mean <laughs> legs all the way up in the air, yeah. forward. Launching, yeah, yeah. Yep. launching, so vertical. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the, it was one of the best falls captured on camera. And ever. Yeah, it's in the background, so yeah. it, it's sort of like it, it, your eyes immediately go to it. Yep. Yeah, and uh, just periodically, I'll, I'll like either tweet or gram the picture out, just saying, you know, hashtag never forget. <laughs> right. Well, 
Also, if we're talking about Pierre's caught, which coming up on the Cardboard Classic. Now, that was something that, co- of yeah. course, could exacerbate. But his launch off the top of the yeah. sled at the Cardboard Classic is one of the legendary ones. So a friend of mine owns a restaurant, and um, we were, a whole bunch of us from high school, it was like a little mini reunion. So we were there, and a few of us were outside having a cigarette. And um, the problem with his restaurant steps is that the first step is kind of like a half step. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out there. It's me and my friend Katie. We're just having a cigarette. And my friend opens the door. And she's like mid-sentence. And she thinks it's a full step. So she's like, hey, guys, boom. And and her foot buckles underneath her because she thought it was a f- <laughs> And she just crumbled and fell to the ground, like went knees down first. Oh, my God. I haven't laughed that hard. We were crying. Katie and I were just crying. And um, they caught it on video because it's you know on, on surveillance. Hey, did you get to see it? I never got to see Son it again. Bitch. Hey, Bill, send me that video, yeah. man. So I've told this story before, but I'll tell it oh. again. It, it's the most embarrassing fall that I've ever uh, had. <laughs> and I was uh, it was in St. Louis. I was uh, you know working in radio, and I was uh, doing an appearance at a nightclub, and I was up in the DJ booth, <laughs> and the DJ booth was probably like four or five steps up. It was up pretty high, right? And I looked down from the DJ booth, and there, and I can't even remember who it was, but it was somebody I was excited to see, somebody from high school that I hadn't seen in years. And it goes like this. So I'm standing, and, and I go, oh, my God, what are you doing here? I take one step, one step down the stairs. Ankle rolls, and I tumble all the way down the stairs and hit the ground. So my ankle had rolled. Immediate, instant, terrible pain shooting through my body. I've got my head down, and I'm groaning, and I'm trying to compose myself to whoever this was that was so excited to see. And they lasted about 60 seconds, and then they just faded. They just left. I didn't even get it. I didn't see them the rest of the night. I was hobbling around. Was it a guy or a girl? I don't even remember. Yeah, don't even remember. I, th- I think the, the shock, the pain, <laughs> killed her, and I was Why so embarrassed, you? man. I think it was. Uh, I think it was a girl. Do you get? So you go to like the vomit re- response? I think yeah. in, in pain. Yeah, you get it. Some people get that yes. switch flicked. Dude, rolling your ankle hurts so bad. It does. Like, I feel your pain because I did the same thing. I came home from uh, work one day. I lived with my parents at the time. Kids were on the block playing basketball, and I, you know, I, cu- I come up, I park a car out. Hey, guys. Out. I'm like, yo, guys, feed me the rock. Feed me the rock, right? <laughs> and so they feed me the rock. I go up like, you know, reverse dunk because it's only six foot net. I roll my ankle on the curb. I'm like, oh! And all these kids are like 14, 15 years old. Oh, man. Like, oh, oh. Please, please help me. Help me. Who's that cool older guy? And the, and the thing about the thing about rolling your ankle too is it seems the pain is so intense it seems like it's never going to go away. Yeah. Like it's a permanent injury that you've done. And like ten minutes later you're walking around fine. Yeah. But right then it's excruciating pain. Oh what, my god. What's you will you obviously the pain is a major component. But the embarrassment, if you if you if you can endure the pain without the embarrassment, yeah, mm-hmm. that's almost a win. Uh I'm gonna go to Bob. Hey Bob, good morning, sir. Good morning, everyone. How's everybody doing today? Good. How you doing, Bob? Bob! Good, man. Heading into work. Right. Um I years ago I was asked to be a mascot if they the fans were hosting the AHL All Star game and I was asked to be a mascot and I was an Anaheim Mighty Duck mascot. And before the game started, 
you had to go to the, each burnt, each mascot had a row to go down to walk towards the ice. So we're at the top of the row there getting ready to walk down. I'm in a full duck costume. <laughs> and what they neglected to tell us was is they were dimming the half lights as you were walking down the steps. Oh, no. So I'm about halfway down, and I can kind of see, and I, somebody spilled a beer in the aisle. And before I could really react, as I'm just trying to slow down, next you know, I'm going down on my duck ass. <laughs> and I bounced about three or four steps, and luckily some guy grabbed me and held me, and he goes, you know, you're all right? I'm like, no, not really. Like, just sit down for a few, catch your breath. So I, you know, collected myself, got back up, and, you know, toughed it out. But You you could have slid the whole distance. Yeah, you could have slid all the way down. Oh, I know. Yeah, it yeah. Hell out of me. It was fun, though, but it was an experience. But, yeah, I, I felt the next day, though. I would have loved to have seen you vomit in the duck costume. Oh, my God. Mascot, people falling in mascots. Uh, outfits are that's pretty funny. Well, your vision's obscured, yeah, and uh, it's always it's uh, wasn't one of Gritty's first times on the His ice, didn't first time on the yeah, ice, yeah, 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 yeah. He had just been Sprawled. debuted, and yeah, and he was yeah. like following around with the t shirt cannon and wiped out on the ice. I, you guys know, you worked Phantoms games yeah. as, as I did as the uh, the roving MC, and they would bring people down on the ice for contest stuff, they would fall all the time, yeah, and the crowd loved it. Casey, you posted something on Twitter last week about uh, about being in a, in a kind of a foul mood and you wanted gifts and responses, and I was Scrolling through some of them because somebody tweeted you a video I'd never seen. Is it, it the mascot? The, the mascot. The, the Minnesota. I, the Minnesota ice. Uh, uh, Minnesota commercial for a car company. They yeah. were on the ice, and this Steve, this mascot is in a polar bear outfit, <laughs> right? And he's just this big, goofy-looking polar bear. <laughs> I don't know. Forty times he kept falling, and I was watching it with tears in my eyes. I was laughing so hard because this stupid polar bear just can't stay standing on the ice. One of my favorites is an AFV plays it all the time. It's the uh, the the Spider Man that they've hired to do this kids party, mm-hmm. and he comes in oh, and, no. and it's in like an open garage, and so he jumps up on the garage door, and the whole thing collapses oh, yeah. down on top of him, and you can see he's like. Ugh. There's another great one though, but uh, speaking of hockey games, where the the guy is, I think he's singing the national anthem and skating at the same time. Oh, boy. And they had, they had pulled a carpet, they put the carpet out. Yeah. Why do they do that? <laughs> he's going you, around you, the you, rink. Yeah. He's <laughs> over the carpet. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't skate over a carpet. Oh, Preston, it. did you break both of your wrists in front of a whole bunch of people? A, a couple of people. There, okay. there might have been three people that saw that. Yeah. They that were was sliding down the, the banister. banister. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go to, uh, yeah, let me go to Paul, because I'm sure many people did this. Hey, Paul, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, bitch. Hey, hey what? How you doing, bitch? Hey, what's up, bitch? Hey, bastard. <laughs> you bitch. What's up, mother effer? Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, what's your so, story, man? All right, so you guys remember Heelys, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Loved Heelys. They were all the rage. All right. So, in sixth grade, you weren't al- allowed to wear Heelys, right? So... You weren't allowed to wear the Heelys with the wheel in it. So if you were cool, you had to, you would sneak the wheel in and you would walk around basically like if you're on high heels, right? Try to hide it. Right. So in sixth grade, when classes were, dis- were dismissed, you would have your class go to the next class and then an opposing class would come the other way. Like the, uh, another class would come the opposing way. And so I like gave myself some room in between the kid in front of me, the Heely, to you know, show off my skills. And there's a piece of paper on the floor. And as another class was, was you know, walking towards my direction, I was healing, and I didn't see the piece of paper. It fell right on my ass. Everybody saw me. Yeah. And then I just, I, I bounced, I tried to bounce right back up. And 
I died of embarrassment. Yeah, I'm well, sure. and, and sure. that 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 will follow you for for a long time. It takes yeah. a long time to work off an embarrassing fall like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank God for ring cameras now because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all these things that usually happen just in the privacy and all by yourself are now like out there for public consumption. That guy who's who slides down his entire driveway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, which is, it, it's all ice and it's a, it's a decline. <laughs> Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah. but I'm oh, it's the best. He comes out and he, and he just can't stop. He's just going the whole distance. He slides the entire driveway and then falls. I don't think you could choreograph that. You know, like this, just the way that he does that is just remarkable. Here, yeah, this I'm guy, Preston. Watching the video. Oh, he's, oh, he's sliding yeah. slowly. Oh, he's, he's got like, uh, dress shoes on. Which, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> I... <laughs> it is suit for work. I, I love it. I love it. When it when it doesn't happen to me, I love it. Speaking oh of the God. ring cams, this uh, just a, a sort of a sidetrack story. A friend of mine was saying that he left his phone in the car last week. It was late at night. He was in his underwear, and he's like, you know, and nobody's looking, and he ran out to his car, and then somebody's like, does... Any of your neighbors have a ring cam? He's oh. like, oh, my God. Oh, no, no way. I totally forgot my neighbor has a ring cam. I'm yeah. like, I need to see footage of that. I, I, have, yes, I have coverage all around the house. <laughs> Anything happens, I, I will get it. And my ring cam, or I have a, it's not ring, but it's a similar company. They are so sensitive that when cars pass by down on the street, yeah. I'll, I'll pick them up. So that's uh, anything that happens, anyone in their underwear, I'm getting it. Yeah, uh, I, that's Casey. It's a whole new yep. world as far as that goes, catching embarrassing I, moments of your neighbors. If you watch America's Funniest Home Videos these days, at least a good, what, case 20% of that every week is yeah. a lot of stuff captured on those security cameras. Yeah, last Big night game. a woman was just sitting on her uh, on her porch swing, <laughs> and it snapped, and she fell off the porch. It's like, thank God for the ring cam. I like the one wow. guy who gets, like, sits down in the chair and looks a little wobbly, yes. so he gets up and moves to the next chair and it completely collapses. <laughs> well, anyhow, uh, it happens to the best of them. Oprah yes. fell down in the middle of talking about balance, collapsed on stage. She was fine, but it was a, it was a bit of an, uh, a shoe issue. It wasn't a full-on roll, but uh, she, she hit the dirt. Uh, it is pretty classic when it happens to other people. That's awesome. All right, I want to take a break. And, uh, Casey, what should I give away? Oh, what you know these? what? We have this number one movie over the weekend. All right, The uh, Invisible Man. Uh, we have uh, run of engagement passes for you to see the film uh, from uh, Universal Pictures. So uh, I'll take three callers, and I will give you those passes. 215-263-WMMR. They're valid Monday through Thursday at Regal Theaters uh, through the film's run of engagement and uh, we'll take care of you with that. Uh, we're going to take a break. Got the bizarre file. Got a. Uh, I, I have information on the band Saint. Oh, coming up next uh, when we return in a charity event. So we'll get uh. to that. Taking a quick break and coming back in a second. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show podcast, ninety three three WMMR. Everything that rocks. We have a looped video of Casey <clears throat> falling at the cardboard classic. Was that last year? It was last year, yeah. Wow. Uh, and, yeah, that's uh, the more I watch it, the funnier it gets. <laughs> to be honest. What's great is you're wearing your uh, that promotional triple X uh, yes. ja- uh, coat, which is just this uh, outlandish uh, faux fur coat. Mm-hmm. So you look it looks like Sasquatch mm-hmm. taking a fall. And then they do it to, I guess it's Hollaback Girl. Yeah. So my, the impact of my fall <laughs> is set to the beat of Hollaback. 
Nice. <laughs> but the, your your leg goes up. You your your pose as you crash down is beautiful. He held it. I just remember uh, uh, right after impact, me being so happy that I didn't smash my head. Yeah. Uh, Marissa, is that reposted on Instagram or? I am collecting all of our best falls and putting them oh, on presidentsteve.com. That's why I'm cracking up on the side of the glass. Over okay, here. all right. I'll have to. If anybody remembers any, feel free to get in touch with Marissa. I'll try to remember any great falls that I've had that were caught on video. There was one that I I did not let get shown. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah you I guys know don't know about it, Casey. I know it. about it. The roller skating? Yes. Was it? Was it? It was at. It was at the camp out for hunger, and uh, I, I was gifted some roller skates. Yeah. Uh, from. Oh man, I forgot the name. Anyway, they they gave me some roller skates. I'm like, yeah, I'll go put these on. I put them on, and I can skate. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very good at. We at, watched at roller skating. Yeah. And I went out, and I immediately like a dumbass. What you have to do is you got to get used to your skates first before you try anything. And so I immediately start skating backwards yeah. and spinning around, and I just went feet yeah. up, bang on my ass. <laughs> Casey was filming it, yes. and I said, "Don't show anybody that." I I, it was I one of those it. rare <laughs> moments where I'm like, "Don't let anybody see that." Mm-hmm. Did you maybe get, I'll let can Marissa we, can have debut that. it today? Do we know maybe. if it in fact still exists? Does it still exist, Case? The footage uh, you, you, you might have, out of deference to Preston, uh, discarded it, was a it a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, it was... Um, Look in your videos. It was maybe five years ago. I don't think I still have it, Press. <laughs> All right, we'll I, see. I, I'm going to look for it. I'm There's certainly for it. enough to fuel it, though. All right. Yeah. Uh, we need to do the Bizarre File, so let's do that very thing. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Patient First. Cold and flu season's here. And Patient First is here to help. Urgent care that's open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Every day of the year. 20 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey area medical centers. Uh, let's start with this. I mean, we were talking coronavirus just a little while ago. Earlier this week, toilet paper was widely available nearly everywhere in Japan. And now it's selling out at stores throughout the country because of coronavirus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's how it happened. Rumors had begun circulating that the raw materials used to make toilet paper couldn't be imported due to coronavirus and would thus cause shortages, with it already difficult to purchase sickness masks and people lining up mornings when drugstores do to get them in Japan. The toilet paper rumors seemed conceivable, even more so after photos of shops in Kumamoto Prefecture showing toilet paper sold out, most likely sparked by the rumors. It seems like a local problem because while images circulated online, it was still possible to walk into many stores earlier uh, elsewhere in Japan and purchased toilet paper. Sellouts became more and more common by late afternoon and evening. Tissues and paper towels were also vanishing from store shelves. In Osaka, all of the toilet paper is already gone. This is a great way to get your product moving if you want to, you know, yeah. have it clear off the shelves. However, the initial rumors about the difficulty of importing from China are completely unfounded. Only 2.3% of the <laughs> toilet paper sold in Japan is dependent on Chinese manufacturing. When these rumors were first circulating, some people uploaded images to Twitter showing domestically sold toilet paper packaging, which clearly stated, so, of all the things coronavirus is is affecting, toilet paper is one of them. (sighs) Farmers in India are fighting tooth and nail to keep a scourge of opium-addicted parrots at bay. Hopped up parrots? Yeah, the birds have been causing headaches for poppy cultivators, pillaging their crops and gorging themselves on the precious... I need a cracker, man. uh, Precious narcotic. I mean, I really need a cracker. And their daily raids are starting to have a significant impact on the locals' livelihood, prompting many people to call on the authorities for assistance in staving off the drug-addled birds. 
One poppy flower gives around 20 to 25 grams of opium. But a large group of parrots feed on these plants around 30 to 40 times a day, and some even fly away with poppy pods. Come on, man, I need a bump. These opium-addicted parrots are wreaking havoc, according to farmers. Cries for help have thus uh, fallen on deaf ears, forcing cultivators to take matters into their own hands. Farmers have reportedly been guarding their poppy crops at all hours of the day and night, but nothing appears to be stopping the junkie parakeets. Often the birds will wait until the farmers cut the poppy pods to help them ripen, exposing latex that is rich in morphine and opium milk. Well, in other cases, That's crazy. they simply cut the stalks of the plant themselves and make off with the whole pod in their clutches. So, yeah. So they're becoming addicted. They're becoming addicted. I man. wonder if they, ones that can talk, if you domesticate one, what, what would they? Yeah. Yeah, right? What would they? What would they come on, man. Would they be slurring their speech? Who knows? A Texas art teacher who was placed on administrative leave after talking about her future wife in class hopes her settlement with the school district will change the lives of other LGBTQ people. Stacy Bailey reached a $100,000 settlement with the Mansfield Independent School District last week. The two-time teacher of the year was given a welcome back-to-school presentation in August 2017 to her class when she showed a photo of her and her then-fiancé uh, then dressed as characters from the movie Finding Nemo. A parent complained to the school that Bailey was promoting a homosexual agenda. So the settlement, so they fired her. Uh, the settlement also requires the school district to provide Bailey with a neutral letter of recommendation. That's wild that the school would, f- I mean, you know, usually they react in favor of the teacher on yeah. stuff like this. Yep. Or she was placed on administrative leave. Oh, sorry. All right, all right. But still, even okay, that. Yeah. Uh, Bailey and her wife, uh, Julie Vasquez, were married in March 2018. The couple say that they will donate $10,000 of the settlement money to a nonprofit that focuses on LGBTQ issues. And uh, to a charity that treats drug-addicted parents. <laughs> that too, because yeah. it's, it's a crisis. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. We'll do another story here. Let's go with this one. A seafood processing firm recently mixed deadly toxic fugu blowfish ovaries into shipments of roe, which is fish eggs, sent to at least eight wholesalers in three cities. So, like, instantly lethal. Could flat out kill you. Yes. The wholesalers in so the city... I hope they were selling them at a discount. The wholesalers in the cities of Negata, uh, Negaoka, and Sanjo do much of the business with... Uh, do much of their business with restaurants. And according to the hygiene division, uh, Maruto Fresh Fish Company packed 60 styrofoam boxes with three kilograms of soft blowfish roe. And here's how they found out about it. Workers unpacking the box of the soft row noticed that some of the product was tinged with red and yellow. They cut Uh open the organs and found that they were actually the highly poisonous ovaries of the blowfish, not soft row. Oh, dear. The goo, what did you do? The firm (laughs) then reported the problem to the city of Nagata's public health center. Uh, the firm doesn't know how the ovaries got mixed in with the soft row. The, fir- uh, the firm has since stopped sales of blowfish soft row. But yeah, have you ever different. had the blowfish? No, I, ne- I never have. Um, uh, everyone who is a fan of uh, sushi and that kind of fish is it's obviously a delicacy. Yes, and no you can't find it everywhere. Yeah. I, have, I have not one scintilla of interest. All right, so do you know how immediate the death is? <laughs> It's pretty immediate from what I understand, right? It's an incredibly toxic... Yeah. I mean, poison. You, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you probably have limited time. I'd, I'd be intrigued you to probably, taste it, but I, I have enough level of paranoia that maybe somebody made a mistake and... Maybe I'd be the second to eat it. You know what I mean? Well, like Casey, somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd have time to order dessert. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> so, yeah. 
there would at least be yeah, that. Yeah, so All you, right, know, you can you take would, me to the hospital. Now. You could die happy. I guess I had so. my brulee. Yeah, yeah, my brulee. <laughs> and that's your bizarre file, by the way, guys. All right, so we have a guest who's here, and uh, this guest is involved with a couple of things going on with the radio station. Number one, my band Saint. Playing our last show. Oh my God! Supposedly our last official show. This is the last walls uh, for this. Uh, yeah, this charity event, and also or last official. You're right. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be at uh, the Cardboard Classic. All right. Uh, so from <laughs> from Jake's Dragons Foundation, please welcome Sandy McHugh to our Yay! program. Thank you. Hello, Sandy. Thank you so much. Nice, Hello. nice to see you here. So, real quick. Um, You've uh, you guys, uh, Jake's Dragon. You've been at the Cardboard Classic before, right? We have not. My, oh, you haven't. No, okay. I have a cousin, Cindy, who um, I don't see very often, but they do it every year. Okay, and I believe maybe you and your son have gone down on, on one of their, their sleds, flo- on sleds? one of one of their uh, their sleds. Yeah. I'm sure I, I have. Think they were Zelda last year. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, in fact, we, I have. Uh, they give me a sword, and yeah. uh, and we kept awesome. it. Awesome! <laughs> it was the master sword. It was really it was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get to all that, because you guys are going to be represented at the the um, cardboard classic, um, uh, but there's a charity event coming up. We'll get you the details on that. But first, Jake's Dragon Foundation. Uh, this is in honor of your son Jake, correct? Who passed away? Correct. And he was how old? He was 14 when he passed away. He was. And, and when was that? So that was February 9th of 2018. Okay. And he had uh, he had a rare form of lymphoma, correct? Correct. Okay. And you guys put this foundation together um, for uh, a pediatric research? Right. Okay. So, yes, our mission is actually threefold. So we help local families. Um, there was so much given to us to help us through uh, when we couldn't go to work and we were back and forth to AI DuPont. We live in Collegeville, so we had an hour ride every day back and forth using gas. Um, people would just come drop gift cards in our mailbox for Wawa. They'd feed my other kids who were home, um, who were teenagers at the time. So um, we wanted to pay that piece forward and we realized what a commitment that is. It's amazing when uh, when neighbors are in distress and, and how the community will rally around. I've, I've, I've seen it happen in my own neighborhood. Um, but you know what? That's not everybody. Not everybody does have that, that, uh, that community support sometimes. Oh, right. And so here you guys are stepping in uh, to try and help out with that. And I think it's, it's a wonderful thing. Um, and I, I can't even imagine, you know, what it's like to, to lose a child. I, from what I understand, it was a pretty short amount of time between diagnosis and when he passed, correct? Yes, it was only six months. Um, and that was another piece of why we started the foundation was because uh, in those short six months, we learned uh, just how few treatments there are for children across the board, across all childhood cancers. In the last 50 years, there have only been four new drugs developed for children, mm. for children's bodies. So they're subjected to the harsh treatments that adults get, um, which cause a lot of side effects um, and complications that sometimes that's what um, ends up causing their causing death, their death yeah. which is what happened in Jake's case. Huh. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. I, we, you know, I was talking about this event that I hosted on Saturday night with the Red and White and um, Red and White Ball, and the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is the benefactor for that. And I didn't know that until recently that they, they are able to develop treatments sometimes, but the treatments themselves can be so damaging, especially in children. Right. Exactly. And you know, the the survival rate for children is very high. It's eighty percent right now. However, that number doesn't quite encompass the kids who make it past the five year survival rate are subjected to secondary cancers, heart disease, right. all kinds of complications. Because damage issues. is done. 
right? right. Well, right. yes. So, um, and and obviously, this area is, as we said before, in particular, Philadelphia. We're blessed to have a lot of research going on, and, and a lot of inroads are being made. So, as things progress, and they are progressing, yep. it's never really the time. You know, you want to put the brake, you put the, put the gas down even more. Right. You know. Right. Right. All right, so so Sandy, you guys are, you, you have a, a beef and beer event that's coming up, yes. and it is a week from this Saturday, so Saturday, March fourteenth, and my band Saint is going to be playing there. Uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, number one, it's an amazing cause. Uh, number two, it's very close to where I live. <laughs> number three, it's early, <laughs> so I'm not packing my stuff right. up at home at two o'clock in the morning, and I'll actually get to hang out and have a couple of drinks with my friends afterwards. Our band members, we never we we, we play and then we leave, and we never yep. get to hang out together. Yep. Um. So, what time is it? What time is everything happening, Preston? It's going to be in Collegeville, first of all. Right, Imperial's catering. Um, Bob Imperial is awesome guy. He watches you guys all the time. Um, mm. listens to you, and uh. Uh, he donated the space. You guys graciously awesome. donated your services as the band, and we are just in all of that. So thank you. And the the time officially is six to ten for the, for the entire event. Mm-hmm. And uh, besides us, there, what's what's going to be going on? What do people get for the price of admission? So uh, it's beef and beer. So um, you're getting mom mom's meatballs. You're getting <laughs> some roast beef sandwiches and and goodies. And then we have some raffles going on. We have um, some pretty awesome. We did kind of a Philly sports theme. So we have. Club level Eagles tickets we're raffling off. We have a Sixers suite. We have um, Phillies Diamond Club seats. And MMR, you guys have given us some concert tickets, I believe, and tickets here to Preston and Steve. So we have uh, raffles and things like that going on. And join the band. Just an easy, fun, come out and enjoy. Um, a good night. Yeah, it's it's 45 bucks, And as I've said many, many times for years and years, events like this that are taking place in your community. And this is why you should always check the community page at WMMR.com. Forty-five dollars for the food and the be- and the beverages that you're going to end up getting. Yeah. You probably would have paid more than that if you would have just gone to a restaurant. You'll, yeah, and you're donating to a great cause. You'll burn off forty-five bucks before you know it on oh, any yeah. given night. So, so, um, yeah, and it, it, it's uh, you're right, Preston. It's a great way to have a great time and do something that's. For a good cause, exactly, yeah. and uh, and we're going to be playing. I'm, I'll be, I will be in Florida the day before. By the way, I understand we're, that. Yes, we are back. super <laughs> impressed by your. No, uh, well, listen. I was that your flight gets back. I, I was. In, <laughs> we had we had. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, we we had booked the the event with you months ago, like mm-hmm. back in. Uh, it might have been September or October. Yeah. Before and we picked the dates be- for Before Clearwater. we picked the date for Clearwater, and I'm like, okay. That's okay. why I'm doing the Cardboard Classic and going right into the Morris Animal Refuge thing that yeah. night. Because mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. wow. yeah. things just end up. What time is your way. flight on Friday? I don't remember. I have it. I'll, I'll get you guys. Uh, but the, it, the the good news is, Kathy, is that it's Preston and Steve and Casey and Nick Murphy all on the same flight. So we're no, all going to make just, it. Because she said, yeah. I hope your flight gets back. I'm just saying but there is on, a possibility. It's that... on Friday that they're scheduled to leave. So and this event's not until Saturday. Okay. The documentary that's being made about this, which it will follow you all the way back to the, from the, the flight <laughs> and will Preston make it. It's like when Phil Collins did both yeah. Live Aids. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's exactly. just like that. Yeah. You're right. Wow. So now. Uh, so that's that is Saturday, March fourteenth. So a week from this Saturday, how does one get tickets, Sandy? So MMR has it on there. You guys have it on your community site, so you can go right there and follow the link. Uh, we are on social media. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram, which and is Jake's Dragon Foundation. Correct. If you, look, if you search that, you'll, you'll find us and. Um, 
we also have our website, which is jakesdragonfoundation.org. And so there are several different ways you can get th- those tickets. And- okay. And it's one of the top links on PresidentSteve.com right awesome. now, too. So all that information is right on the front page of our website. Great. And if you if you can't make it to that gig, yet you want to support the event and you're going to the Cardboard Classic you guys are going to be there. Yes. And, in fact, we have it set up where you're going to be able to sell merchandise, mm-hmm. I think, and take donations Correct. as well. Yep. Um, now, so you haven't been, so you don't know the layout no. of where it yep. is, but people right. should look for a, a, table, a table, a setup? Okay. Yes, I believe that we're going to be set up outside at the base of the mountain somewhere. And uh, we have uh, swag. We have some nice knit scarves and hats. We have plastic cups with a special Cardboard Classic logo with our Dragon logo combined. And we'll, we'll make sure you're in a... I, I'm sure Eric Simon, who's the genius yes. who runs all we'll the stuff, will make sure you're in a visible spot. Right. And Excellent. cowbells, because I heard cowbells are big. Yeah, they are. Yeah, lots of cowbells itself. Lots right. of noise yep. there. So, uh, now, Cindy is the one. You're, Correct. She's your cousin. Yes. Yep. All right, and they've been involved with the... Uh, For many years. Many yes. years, Cardboard Classic. Yep. So are they going to do a Jake's Dragon type of sled this year? Yes. So they are doing two Dragon Boat sleds. Ooh. Oh, Dragon right? Boats are cool. So, yes. And there are stories that the one will be red in honor of Jake's Dragon Foundation. We'll have our logos on it. The other one is blue, and it's in honor of a friend of theirs who started out with brain cancer when he was a teenager and is now in his third round. He's in his early 20s, and he's just... Um, going through treatment now again for the okay. third time. So, Do uh, they plan on racing them down the hill, like side by side or I something like that? I don't know about that. I know that we are planning to raffle off a seat when oh. we're there. Oh, so okay. if people are out in the crowd in the morning, look for us. We'll be floating around selling raffle tickets Okay, um, and announcing that right before they go down. And so you're going to go, gonna right? Go in a seat. Yep. You're going to ride down in the oh, side? Oh, I don't know. Yes, you I are. <laughs> yes, you are. All right, I guess I am. You should. You're going to make we'll it that wait. far. you got to do the whole thing. <laughs> Okay, well, listen, you're, you're doing wonderful work, Sandy. I'm Thank sorry you. it was, you know, what happened to, to yeah. bring it to this, but uh, God bless you and, and people who do the things that you do. Uh, so we have the details on uh, WMMR.com. It's a link right there. It says Jake's Dragon Foundation Beef and Beer with Saint, and, of course, you'll see them at the Cardboard Classic as, as well, and we'll make sure that we mention that. So uh, thank you, Sandy. Appreciate thank you being you here. Thank you so much. Sandy McHugh, guys. Yay. Jake's Dragon Foundation. Let's take a break. Let's give away uh, some stuff from our friends at Rita's. Uh, Rita's Water Ice is open, by the way. I have a $25 gift card. I'll take caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR and give that to you. And uh, thanks to uh, Katie Loesch, who uh, owns the Rita's in Woodbury, Woodbury, Mantua, and Glassboro for bringing in some great water ice this morning. And if you're having a big event, a uh, school function, maybe a fundraiser, call Katie and one of her stores for great catering specials. 215-263-WMMR. Call number nine. You're good. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is a Monday morning. Our Word of the Week prize this week is a new one. It is a three-night stay at one of Icona Resort's beautiful beachfront hotels in Cape May, Diamond Beach, or Avalon, New Jersey. Uh, so we'll do the letter uh, at the end of the program, which is coming up fairly soon, but we have a few other things to get to before then, so why don't we go ahead and do that. Today's lesson question in the prize, we have a $50 gift card for Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue Restaurant. Ooh. I think they're going to be a cardboard class. They're there every yeah. single year. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. They are great. Oh, my God, I love that place. All right, so the question that we have this morning is... Bizarrely, what kind of snack has Harvey Weinstein requested? (laughs) 
215-263. WMMR is extremely random. It's bizarre. Uh, what kind of snack has Harvey Weinstein requested? Well, right now he's in the hospital. 215-263-WMMR. That was from early this morning. If you're listening, you know the answer. You should call. And while you're calling, we do the Hollywood trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood trash. And this morning is brought to you by Patient First. Cold and flu season is here. Patient First is here to help urgent care. That's open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day of the year. 20 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey area. Medical centers. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, it looks to be pretty much a fact that Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are back together again after being virtually inseparable over the past few months. Scott got philosophical about the situation, saying sometimes you look at someone and see a whole new person because of plastic surgery. Oh, my God. Mama June Shannon and her boyfriend Gino. (laughs) <laughs> seen hanging out at the Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood, Florida Casino. The white trash Prince Harry and Meghan spent the whole afternoon riding the escalators and spelling racist words in tobacco spit. Wow. <gasps> and finally, Adam... I killed it! He killed it. <laughs> uh, Adam Levine, owning his lackluster performance at a huge festival in Chile. Uh, Levine says the stadium sound system made Maroon 5's performance sound horrible by faithfully amplifying it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll see if uh, somebody knows the answer to this. Um, bizarrely, what kind of snack has Harvey Weinstein requested? To the phones we go, and we have Gary on the line. Hey, Gary, how you doing? Good, Gadzooks. All right, Gary, so do me a favor and tell me what bizarrely kind of snack Harvey Weinstein requested. Potato sticks. Potato sticks. <laughs> You're right. Hang on, Gary. We're going to give you a $50 gift card for Wilson's Secret Sauce Barbecue Restaurant, taking part in their 12th or 13th Cardboard Classic. They'll be selling pulled pork and brisket sandwiches from their sled. Donating proceeds to fill abundance. That's awesome. You can check them out at 265 East Township Line Road in Upper Darby, a barbecue-based business with vegan and vegetarian options. Online at secretsaucebbq.com. Let's go to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. are back with and open for the season, and the wait is over. Grab your family and head to Rita's for some refreshing Italian ice made fresh daily with real fruit or some delicious creamy frozen custard. Be cool. Go to Rita's, and you can join Casey today in Havertown from 4 to 6 p.m. Make sure you stop by and see him. It's on City Ave. Uh, Green Day, as I mentioned earlier this morning, has canceled a tour of several countries in Asia due to concerns over the spread of the new uh, COVID-19 coronavirus. Uh, he, they had originally planned to perform in Singapore, Thailand, the Philippines, Taipei, Hong Kong, South Korea, and Japan through March. It's unclear when the dates will be rescheduled. The band said in a statement on Twitter, we have unfortunately made the difficult decision to postpone our upcoming shows in Asia due to the health and travel concerns of coronavirus, with coronavirus. Uh, we know it sucks as we are looking, we're looking forward to seeing you all, but <clears throat> hold on to your ticket. We'll be announcing the new dates very soon. Uh, they joined several musical acts of different genres who have changed their touring plans in early 2020 due to the outbreak of the virus. BTS, one of them, the Boston Symphony Orchestra, as well as many others. To be honest, if I was sort of a sub-level band looking for my shot, 
You could fill up like an arena, say Bachman Turner Overdrive, filling up a huge theater over there. Mm-hmm. Why not? You think they're just starving for entertainment? They'll go Why not, anything? right? If you get into entertainment deprivation, Sticks, a Sticks tour. Evanescence will release one new song for embarking on a month-long European tour in April. Uh, singer and soul original member Amy Lee explained it's going to be a song at a time. It's not like we're going to drop a 12-song record all of a sudden at any point. I do want to have our first new song out by the time we go on our April tour because I want to be playing it by then. Uh, Lee said, I want to do one at a time for a couple of reasons. One, it's just fun for us to do it that way. But I kind of want to give each one its own moment. And we'll probably do that for like five or six songs and then drop the rest of it together in the end. Evanescence has been working on four new songs in the studio, creating the band's first all-new music since its self-titled 2011 album. System of Down drummer John uh, Dolmayan is publishing his own comic book starting in April, and it's called Essencia. A longtime comics fan... Uh, Dolmayan had previewed the book and said that it's about the choices one would make if given the opportunity to live in a place that keeps you immortal. Like, who would you betray? What would you do or who would you screw over? It would test your moral fiber and it tests who you are as a person. Uh, make you question everything about yourself. It's a sci-fi epic that I'm putting out at a mo- as a monthly series. And I'm self-publishing it, so I'm very proud. It also has a question, Preston. Would you rather throw a hand grenade or shoot a bazooka? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we covered that. Uh, Dolmayan has been selling comics since the early 90s and is the owner of Torpedo Comics, a high-end shop with locations in Orange, California, and Las Vegas, as well as an online store. So he's he's been at it for a while. We need to reactivate our comic book series. Yeah, the uh, League you know, of Extraordinarily Stupid Gentlemen. It was a good one. It'd be pretty cool. It really was good. We just need a, a we need write, someone a to do all the work. <laughs> we need someone to do all of the and, work and a publisher. Yes, while we lay claim to it. Uh, I have this clip that you sent over, Steve. Paulina Porskova is the ex-wife of the late Rick Okasik. Uh, they were estranged after or before he passed. Yeah, but they she was still caring for him. Right? She, she was, was taking care of him. Her, yeah. her, and her. I guess. The kids, the sons, right? Yeah. And uh, so he, she was living with them. Yep. And um, because they, he was ill. Now, he didn't leave her anything in the will. Nothing. Which is surprising. And specified in it that uh, she was in sort of terse language that she was to get nothing because of uh, her betrayal. Okay. He said and to him. This is a clip from CBS This Morning. From CBS This Morning. She was interviewed? Yeah. All right, here we go. It's made the grieving process really really tricky because i would love to just be able to be sad and miss him and not also feel this incredible hurt at his betrayal you feel betrayed oh yeah i feel betrayed i sure do wow so it's got to be tough when you yeah there's nothing you can do you're sad and angry right and there's the same time there's nothing there's no way to fix that there's no way there's no hey man i'm sorry yeah it's over yeah Wow. Nothing's over. Well, apparently. Something's over. It turned out. (laughs) I might have spoken in haste. Turns out that something is over. (laughs) Thank you, Rambo. Yeah. I was going through everything, going down the list. That's over. This is not over. This is not over. Rick O'Kay thinks that's over. (laughs) Look at that whole situation. I can't even pronounce her name. Coming back, saying supermodels. Saying why they have weird names. Whatever happened to Kathy Ireland, you can say that. (laughs) 
But it's over. But it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy Ireland, you could say that. That's the name you can say. You can't say, boy, you put, put some blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Who can say that? Do you have trouble with, like, Giselle Bunchin or names like that? You bitch your ass, I do. Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford, you can say. You can say. Say that quickly. Cindy Crawford, Cindy Crawford, Cindy Crawford. Rubber baby with bumpers. Two teachers sat together trying to drop down. You can say stuff like that. You can't see Paulina Postacoma. I can't even say it now. You just said it. No, I didn't. No, he didn't. I said it wrong. It's over. It's over. You messed it up. He pops up in the most random of moments. He's Rando. He's Rambo. Rando. 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 The Rambo. John Rando. His name is John Rando. He pops up at the most random moment. Here I am. Totally out. For no reason I'm here. I'm in the shoe store. I'm in the shoe store buying shoes. You think people buy shoes every day? Of course they do. Why do I even ask such a stupid question? People go to the shoe stores, buying shoes, and say, what size is your foot? Well, of course you need to know that before you buy a shoe. You buy a shoe that's the wrong size, it's not going to feel comfortable. You're going to regret it. You're going to bring it back. Rando. Oh, my God. Random locations, random situations. There's the new, uh, his new action hero. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate okay. to admit it, but I blew up the wrong building. <laughs> I blew up some random building. Well, eventually I get the guys, but I get it. I didn't. That was over. <laughs> so some innocent people end up dying before the, the guilty parties. Yeah. Eventually you'll get to them. You're randomly blowing up buildings. Right. <laughs> okay. Random. I'm not saying I have it all figured out. No. Not a, <laughs> some of it. All right. Let's move on to another story. This is, And then, then I have a, a concert announcement, actually. Ooh. Uh, Billy Idol's famous sneer is now being directed at those who idle their inside their vehicles on the streets of New York City. The rocker and environmentalist is the face of the city's new anti-idling campaign, which is the slogan, Billy never idles and neither should you. Wow. Yes. Oh, that's wow. a reach. It just launched on Thursday. The public awareness campaign encourages drivers to shut off their engines to reduce idling and increase accountability for commercial vehicles while also encouraging those who see someone idling to report them. Uh, so the $1 million ad campaign through New York uh, City features Billy and his message, Billy never idles, neither should you. Shut your engine off. Jesus. The campaign includes 12 high-profile billboard locations, gas station, TV, radio, and multiple social media platforms. Uh, he said, when I heard about this campaign, it just made sense. It's amusing, but also very serious. Additionally, the city plans to add seven air and noise inspectors uh, to the Department of Environmental Protection. Will one of them be Billy Idol? To help process the uh, increased complaints. I don't know. You know, if you call. But they had a they had a big uh, press conference, and, and he's With there. With de Blasio? He's doing, yeah, he's doing yeah. The, the, the big, you know, the full Billy Idol <laughs> presentation of it all. It's pretty funny, but, yeah, he's, uh, he's really getting into it. I do, I, there's something about Billy Idol that yeah. I like. How many people in that audience knew who he was? Something about his <laughs> yeah. his attitude, whatever whatever it is. And he actually is when he actually sings, yeah. like eyes without a face. He's he's got a he's got a good singing voice. But yeah, but an honor to be here with Mister Idol, <laughs> uh, telling everyone the importance of not letting their cars idle. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
standing behind him was yeah. his grandpa. Rando was there. Oh, he was there. What the hell am I watching? That's <laughs> Billy Eye from the 80s. No one knows who he is. The sloppy car from idling? <laughs> we got the freaking coronavirus. Yeah, we got real problems. We got real problems. Yeah. So. You ever go into a shoe store and buy shoes? Of course you do. Everyone does. <laughs> Why do I keep harping on that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's over, though. Nothing's over. Right. You ever believe in parts of coma? That's over. Hey, I said it right. <laughs> you did. You did. I said it right. Finally. I guess that's over. Yeah, I guess so. It's not even spelled the right way, by the way. It's why not, why not get Eric Idle instead of Billy Idle? I mean, that's I actually spelled Well, that is. You're, you're yeah. right. That is, that is spelled. Come on. Properly. <laughs> I-D. Yeah, L-A. I-D-O-L-E. <laughs> I-D-O-L-E. <laughs> so I'm not a good speller. I never thought I was. <laughs> Gotta cross your eyes and dot your T's. I don't even know what to do. No wonder I know one can read my writing. It's okay, Rambo. Rando. Sorry. <laughs> Rando. Hey, you write a cursive J. No one knows how to do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, one last thing. We have a concert announcement. This one is exciting. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, the name of the tour is the Purple Nurple Tour, <laughs> and MMR is excited to have come to Philadelphia October 7th at the Met, Tenacious D. Oh! I hear you brave young jables, you are hungry for the rock, but to learn the ancient methods, secret doors you must unlock. Escape your father's clutches in this oppressive neighborhood, on a journey you must go to find the land of the Jack Black and Kyle KG will be here. I love Tenacious D. Uh, so the show is called, it's the Purple Nurple Tour, Twisting Hard to the Left at the Met in Philadelphia. And tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Pre-sale starts Wednesday at 10 a.m. That's great. While supplies last. At the Met. And there's a password and complete details available at WMMR.com, by the way. And we have a pair of tickets to give away. Caller number 11 at 215-263-WMMR. We will give you tickets to see Tenacious D. And uh, what day of the week will that be on? October 7th. I'll have to look that up. Is it'd it be, Wednesday? Uh, it'd be wonderful if it was a weekend. I have no idea. Well, that might uh, But, uh, yeah, I, I follow Jack on Instagram, and they've been touring the world. It is a Wednesday, Casey. Hey! Oh, no, you well, can't done. go see. Well, well, who knows? Maybe that warrants a special night out. But You never know. It might mean that uh, that we could have him by here if it's during the week. I'd Jack, that. Jack and Kyle came by. When we were at Y100, I have a picture in my office, in Great. my home office, of me and the two of those guys together. And it was it was kind of before the whole Tenacious D thing kicked off. It, the, the show it was before already, the Pick of Destiny. The show had oh, already yeah. existed, but people were still kind of confused by them. And yeah. Jack couldn't have been a nicer guy. They both were great. Yeah, they were both great. But I mean, I was enamored yeah. with Jack, and he was just—he was super friendly. I before I even knew that this concert announcement was coming on Friday, I decided it was time to play Tenacious D for my son, and so I, I played Kilbasa for him, and he got a kick out of that. Uh, some of it, you know, I had to—you <laughs> <laughs> got to edit a little bit How of it. How old is he? Uh, he's twelve. Okay, but he's listening to he knows. other stuff. If he's listening um, to rap, he's yeah. hearing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Maybe it's time I show my my boys pick a destiny. I don't know if they've seen that movie yet or not. It's, it's so it's great, funny. 
Uh, and man, I might have to watch that again this weekend. All right, so coming to town once again, October 7th at the Met. Tickets on sale this Friday. There is a pre-sale uh, via Ticketmaster.com, and it's Wednesday starting at 10 a.m., but you need to get the password and the complete details, which are all available at WMMR.com, so do that very thing. Let's take one last break. We'll come back in a second, get ready to wrap the whole thing up. Stay with us. Ah, springtime is in the air early. As we fantasize of riffs and rock outdoors on the lawn. Get set for MMRBQ 2020, Saturday, May 16th at BB&T Pavilion. Disturbed. Royal Blood. I only love I love the Pretty Reckless. Sublime with Rome. The best value in rock. Nine bands for just 50 bucks. Also appearing. Puddle of Mud. Crowbot. Dirty Honey. Mongolian Metalheads, The Who. And Jackson's local shots opener, Foxtrot and The Get Down. Saturday, May 16th, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Space Hog. In the meantime, on 93.3 WMMR, it's everything that rocks. That song and and this city uh, are special to me because right when that song hit nationally was when I got uh, the go-ahead for my job at WDRE. And really? Moving, and moving here, yeah. It's funny. Uh, I have a similar connection to that song, and, and when I felt... Radio could be a career for me, likewise. No yeah, because I was doing demonstration stuff for equipment, for radio equipment out at the NAB. And I was starting to, uh, I was doing stand-up comedy, but I was also, radio seemed like, oh, that's interesting. So yeah, yeah. it has that for you as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just about the same time. I, I didn't know we had a shared yeah. uh, thing like that. In fact, but... I used it in the demos that I would do for this company called The Let, which was a um, okay. a sound, like a, like a live you know, basically all the stuff with the different, all the stuff here integrated for sound effects and and station automation and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I would do, I use that song. You know, when uh, when I, when I got the the go ahead to, uh, to or when I was uh, I got the job at DRE, our, our boss Jim sent me, he emailed me, uh, emailed me a care package with t shirt and stuff like that, and in it were a couple of cassettes, <laughs> yeah. uh, and one of them was uh, was a Space Hog. And so I have forever, um, you know, associated that with the big move. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For me in life. So it's always nice to hear that song. Uh, we are at the end of our program. And I want to thank uh, Rita's Water Eyes for coming by. Yeah. And giving us some goodies. You know what? I have, a, I have a last second giveaway to do, which I can go ahead and do right now. We'll take caller number five, and I'll give you the uh, last $25 gift card that I have for Rita's Water Ice, if you like. And um, I'll be hanging out at the Rita's, by the way, in, um, uh, I guess, uh, Havertown, Upper Darby area. It's uh, the shopping center that's right at, like, Route 1 and Township Line Road. Or Township Line Road and Haverford Road. Route 1 and Township Line are the same exact road. Right. Uh, but uh, Township Line and Haverford. I'm at that shopping center. And that Rita's Water Ice 
from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock today. Hey, can and you do me a favor? Can you pick me up uh, 10 quarts of the chocolate custard? Yes. And bring that in with you tomorrow. Yeah. Even though it's not spring, Rita's uh, is back now. Uh, open once again so you can grab the family and head to Rita's for your favorite flavors of refreshing Italian ice made fresh daily with real fruit. Or you can try some of their award-winning creamy and delicious frozen custard, as Steve was saying. So uh, thank you to Katie Loesch. Uh, for stopping by today and bringing the goods. Uh, she owns locations in Woodbury, Mantua, and Glassboro. So we appreciate all of that. Pierre Robert is here in the studio. Hey, man, how you doing? Excellent, excellent. Don't you look nice today? Thank Wearing you. A, a velvety black shirt. I'm feeling velvety and black. Yeah, that's I know nice. a young man who would love that shirt. Yeah. Rockstar Rock. Rock. <laughs> he can't have it. Loves black velvet. He does. Uh, well, he can't have it. Did you have a good weekend? Oh, my God. Wild. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it just never stopped. I, it's everything I was telling you about on Friday. I had my got my taxes oh, yeah. done, and I had two birthday parties. Um, Jason, Jason Fayon, my former producer, uh, has a birthday coming up Friday. He'll be running the board for you for Cardboard Classic, so wish him happy birthday. Well, happy birthday. It was a great job. a party for him. And then my friend Amy, who has an obsession with Russians, Found this place. Uh, I was texting Nick. Uh, he said, come into Center City. I said, I'm in the far northeast at this place called Golden Gates, which is this banquet hall that's run by these Russians. And they they serve all this Russian food. And they have dancers and singers and this guy. Like that, saber dances and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. but but, uh, the, but they come out and sing like um latin music and and then the dj does opera and it's the it's like it's like what world have i entered into here really wild there's a very healthy russian population in northeast right. philly and uh, mm-hmm. my girlfriend used to live up that way and where you were was right around the corner from where she lived and there are in fact there are signs for some buildings and halls up there that are not even in english they're wow. in the cyrillic alphabet they're in russian uh so yeah russians and and ukrainians in northeast philly we wow. are a big fence of pierre robert yeah. <laughs> i actually went to a georgian restaurant up there wow uh-huh. cool. this is where the people live to 115 soviet georgia <laughs> Then I uh, saw Silver Sun's pickup, Silver Sun pickups last night. That was fun at the Fillmore with my friend Liam, also having a birthday. And yesterday afternoon, I told you guys this was going to happen, and I got to go to this a friend of mine's house, and she uh, was welcoming these two Holocaust survivors. One uh, was an actual Holocaust survivor who was in Dachau, uh, and he's ninety-one, and wow. she had a, her daughter's kids, uh, or her daughter, sorry, her daughter brought all her girlfriends over, and uh, her son brought his buddies over. So it was all these young people, and this older gentleman was speaking to them. And they had not only this gentleman, Ernie, who's a uh, Holocaust survivor, but the guy who liberated his camp, who is 95, no a guy way. named Don. Hmm. And they had they had crossed paths on that day and didn't reconnect until 45 or 50 years later when they oh. both discovered they both lived in this area. Wow. And uh, and they're both vibrant and alive. And Don was telling the story of of entering the camp, and uh, and they ran right into each other at that particular moment in time. Fascinating. So that is amazing. Yeah, it was. I mean, I I got a little piece of of tape with Ernie, and I I think I want to go back and interview Don because they're they've got a, such a story to I tell. I can imagine. Wow. You know, and it's just like you know, and this. Every time we think we've got it rough. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you know. no, no. Yeah. Wow. I mean, just horrific. St- I mean, he, but he told it with a sense of humor. And I, I, he said, any questions? I said, how do you stay so positive? And he goes, when I survived the camp, I said I was going to make 10 people laugh every day. 
So it's my mission to make somebody happy every single day. And he, you know, he pulled out this goofy little smile card out of his pocket. He's 91 years old and, you know, and uh, and tight as a drum and smart and, you know, and funny and amazing. So That's good awesome. Stuff. Wow. Yeah. Very, very interesting weekend. Yeah, it just never stopped from from the Russians to the <laughs> to concentration the camp yeah. Uh, yeah. liberator and liberated. Yeah. And Amazing. the Silver Sun pickups in between. <laughs> and the, yeah, so it never, just never stops. Nice. All right, well, uh, you ready for the letter? I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. S as in super califragilistic expialidocious. All right, and we do have a super califragilistic expialidocious prize to give away. It is a three-night stay at one of the Icona Resorts beautiful beachfront hotels in Cape May, Diamond Beach, or Avalon, New Jersey. Learn more about buy one, get one free weekday specials at Icona.com. So we will give that away on Friday. What's up on that program today, my man? Uh, thank you. I have a concert announcement coming at 12 noon and a pair of tickets for that show to give away. Uh, so that'll be cool. I also have uh, Workforce Blocks of The Who. Roger Daltrey's birthday was yesterday. I've got the new album with me, and it's got some great songs. I don't know why we're not playing it, but uh, it's just got some amazing songs. So I'll throw a couple of those into it. Uh, i got Workforce Block of the Peppers, and of course it's Sean Bon Jovi's birthday, so we will get a block of Bon Jovi on. Where's that picture? Uh, We're looking at it's it. on uh, MMR's Instagram page, 933WMMR on uh, on Instagram. And it's a really cool shot by Brian, of course, photography, and you and John Bon Jovi and an empty arena. Uh, and uh, I think that was right before he got angry at Bill. That was at our <laughs> yeah. 50th anniversary yes. show uh, a couple of years back. And, uh, yeah. He was, John, would you sign this doll of mine? My <laughs> <laughs> name is Annabelle. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, he's out today. It's okay. Oh, he is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Let's talk Annabelle. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Villanova's College of Professional Studies. Pursue the next you. And also, <clears throat> Auto Lenders. Visit Auto Lenders' newest location, Exton PA, with over 3,000 vehicles to choose from on autolenders.com, a smarter way to buy a car. Uh, tomorrow on the program, this should be interesting, we have the historian of Philly murder and mayhem. Love it! Sarah Kayleen, uh, I think is how you say her name. So that'll be interesting here. Yeah, stories. fascinating stories. Yeah, and uh, it's Tattoos Day, and I'm sure we'll have some other things that we need to give away. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Breston and Steve love you, hate you line. Sunday afternoon, the country highway, well, you're doing 80 miles an hour, passing a double yellow line, all that risking everybody's lives and trying to kill everybody, you got two car lanes. Get your head out of your ass, jag off. Next message. Oh, babe, one year ago today, we were standing on a snow-covered hill getting married. There's no divorce sled this year. Next message. Talking about work trucks. Talking about work trucks. I got a bunch of stupid little kids that work for me. And they don't understand that the size of their box truck is a goddamn billboard. It's on big billboard. And our phone number's written on it four times. You think someone's going to call us? Of course they will. You're driving like a 
the Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. This is Norris Howard from Checkpoint XP on Campus, your number one resource for college esports in the world beyond. Whether it's finding out who Maryville stomps out next in League of Legends or whoever the top school is in college Call of Duty, we have the rundown for you. Get the Checkpoint XP on Campus podcast at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.